Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here from Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tractor boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tractor pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you, when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay Marine. It's St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boat, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats dealer. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting in with Captain Kirk Waltz, and Logaman is somewhere like in space this morning. He's in space on top of a tractor. I'm here. I'm yeah, here. there you are. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Is the sun coming up yet? No. 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 It's foggy. It's uh, kind of foggy, little, little, little humid this morning. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's, it's all good, man. It's uh it's that time of year, you know, where you got to get the food plot planted and all that kind of stuff. So I was, I was uh, rushing to get here yesterday on my return from Cincinnati. So I was working on about three hours of sleep. Nice. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> the things we do. I know. I know. Isn't it fun? <laughs> I mean, but you know, when you got the opportunity, you know, I, I, when the schedule came out, you know, for the Jaguars. Uh huh. And of course, you know, first thing I always do is. Number one, when's the bye week? Yep. Because because that's about hunting, right? Yep. And you're like, okay, is it going to be somewhere around the rut? <laughs> well, this year it's a little early. I was like, ah, doggone it. You know, the trip to London is always kind of about the bye week. So you got to have yeah, exactly. a trip to London and then you have a bye week. Second thing you always look for, when's a Thursday night game? Mm -hmm. you know, could you hunt that week of a Thursday night game? And so then in your second thought about those two dates are, could I get my planting of the food plots in with, in, with some time off? Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and it, looks like, it looks like our timing is perfect. It is. The, uh, I, I will say this. I wish that I had another day. Uh, the volunteer rise coming up, it would be a great time to probably spray them again. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have that problem with your food plots, the volunteer ryegrass? I don't. Huh. I don't. Man. I mean, we you know we killed them two weeks ago, um, and I and I checked them last weekend and they're dead. Okay. Well, I sprayed yeah. mine two weeks ago, and the volunteer rye is back. It's back. Huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, cause, could you hear us? I, I, yeah. I don't know what else to do. You know, I mean, I, the right. only thing you can do is delay your planting for, you know, into October. But then you're not going to have any food plots in, you know, until. 
uh, November, right? right? That's not really what you're looking for. Nope. 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 It is, it is not. Hey, boys, happy birthday. Happy Did we ever figure out the yeah. correct it's 24 arithmetic? Years. Yeah. It's 24. <laughs> it's 24. The economics major had it wrong. I was trying to figure it out. I thought it was 25 it's for tw- some reason. It's, I don't it's know. 24. Yeah. I was like you. Well, I, what we're talking about is the anniversary to the to the outdoor show. Yes. God, this doesn't 20, seem... What was the first, first year we did it? The guys are old. 97? Well, 24 years ago, yeah. Yeah. If you that's we call that subtraction, Jeff. <laughs> I thought for some reason I was thinking ninety. The new math. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was definitely ninety-seven. And uh, okay. ne- next year, Chris, we're gonna have to have a big show for twenty-five. So what are you telling me? I don't know. Just start uh, planning. I, mean, I got. I got to start planning. Yeah, start planning. I'm giving you a year. <laughs> a highlight uh, reel. Great. Yeah, it uh, would be good to have a whole segment of. Our shenanigans in highlights. Sure. Listen, I've we got could over... just do that. Just, just, just have you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you. We'll have to beep a lot of hey, it. But yeah. Hey, I mean, there's a few I like shenanigans. That idea. <laughs> there's a few of Chris, you too, can you sir. Can put a best of together, and then we can all miss. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's perfect. That's a great idea. Yeah. For, for the I, 25th I anniversary, yeah, you don't show here. up. Yeah. Don't yeah, show we've, up. Uh, yeah. We've had a few bloopers. Oh, you think? A few. Huh. Good gosh. Yeah. It so, does, just does. so you know, uh, okay, so I've got over, I counted this up actually this week when this text came out about uh-huh. the 24th. So, okay, I only have I only have like the last five years on file, right. but I have every bit of audio from the last five years, and so that's well over 520 hours of audio yeah. to oh, go gosh. over. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> to go over. That's that's a lot. Lot. You'd have to well, listen to well, us for 520 hours. Yeah, that would so be. That'd I'd be make ugly. you seasick. Commit me now. <laughs> I'd get seasick. Commit me now. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody shoot me. Oh, I was man. trying to think of how many hours total it would be because I mean, when we first started out, we were two hours. That's right, six to eight. But then right. we went to four hours. Yeah, and then that was like yeah, that was the. Uh, that, yeah, that was a, a hunt life thing, wasn't too it? Too much. No, 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 no. That was on the uh, ball. Was it that? Yeah, absolutely. Because once we switched over to WOKV, they wouldn't let us um, do that. Do four hours? No, they knew that we weren't good enough for right, four right, hours. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was a very wise call uh, <laughs> by Steve, yeah. Steve Griffin. By the way, thank you, Steve. Oh, ten ten's been great. I mean, how so? How long have have we been on ten ten? Ten years? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean it was, we're it there was from, since day one. From yeah, it was from the from the first time that they signed on. So. So that was hey, uh, we, we were their first big signing. It was that's, that's right. right. We were we were the free that's agent. Right. Yeah, I mean it wasn't, it wasn't Frangie. It was it was us. Clearly, yeah. clearly. Yes, <laughs> mm. they would they would never tell you that, but well because they want to keep our rates high. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's oh right. yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Hey man, yeah. I, I'm I'm grateful for ten ten man. It's, yeah, I think this it's like it, awesome. it, it, it is two thousand seven. I want to say it has say. been awesome. You know, being being here, but uh, 20, 24 years. I mean, and you know, I, I, when um, just just a kind of a, a little side note because Lagerman was playing, so I um, it was I, I had to do the the very beginning, as in working with a radio station and and, and the general manager and, mm-hmm. and and work the deal out and stuff. And uh, when when I went in there and talked to the GM because this is. This is right when AM 600 got started. It, it gave me a chance because I was a, a co-host of another show at the time. Who was mm-hmm. who was the general manager of? Oh my gosh, Mark! Um, 
Oh, it, 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 he, he was uh, obviously the, the general manager of Rock 105 and, and uh, yeah. WKV and 600. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Mike Dorwart. No, 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 uh-uh. no, 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 Mike no, was no, OKV. Mark, no, yeah, yeah, yeah that was, he was OKV our, OKV yeah. and some of the other things, but I can't But I went in there, and, 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 I, and, I, and I knew Mark um, from, from Oak Bridge at Sawgrass, which is now called something else, and I, I went in and sat down with him, and I said, hey, I want to do uh, an outdoor show, and he goes, what does that mean? I want to do. I want to do. I want. I want to do a fishing and hunting show. And I said, "Well, let me let me back up yeah. just for a second because when before that Kevin was doing a show on nine thirty with another guy. Okay, what do you call that? The and Winds. WNNS. Yeah. No, no. So so anyway, he was doing the uh, the other show, and Kevin had asked me to come on uh, a couple times because I had met Kevin when I first came to Jacksonville. I had fished with him. Uh, through, I believe it was Tom Davitt, Kevin Wright. Yes, that's correct. Met. And Tom had worked for a for a, a marine boat company in town called Outhouse Marine, who, by the way, that's just kind of throwing some names around, Bobby Halslander used to own, and Bobby eventually sold that and went to work for Hank Parker and Kamir Deer, and then Bobby worked for Hunt Life, and so Bobby's a great guy. And so anyway, that connection all kind of happened because I was looking for a boat to buy when I first got to Jacksonville in 95, and I ended up at Outhouse Marine and met Tom, who was the salesman there, Mm -hmm. and then Tom and I, in the season of 95, I had had a a foot injury, and so I couldn't travel with the team, or at least Tom Coffin didn't allow you to travel, and so I was like, well, hell, I'm not going to sit around on my butt on a Sunday and do nothing, so... Tom said, hey, man, let's, well, let's go fishing. I'm like, all right. So me and Tom roll on down to St. Augustine and meet this guy, Kevin Favor, to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we hop in this. Uh, it was a piece, Kevin. That boat you had yeah. was a piece of SH. Yes. Whatever. It, it, okay. it, but it worked. <laughs> totally. So we here we go. We meet him at the ramp. We're like, live the boat. And I want to say it was like a little tri-hall. It was. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Mike Scanlon's. Yeah, Mike Scanlon's I remember tri-hall. that yeah, one. With a little 70 horsepower oven. Okay. Room. Yeah. So, <laughs> hop in this boat, and we we head down there by 312 Bridge there in St. Augustine. And, and anyway, anyway, we ended up into this creek, you know, and he said, this is called Carrie's Creek. I said, all right, cool, you know. It's named after my wife. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, must be good creek you know if somebody's gonna name their wife after this creek right so we pull up and he throws the anchor creek. out and uh and we start so- uh, soaking bait and when we had live live shrimp i believe that's right and sitting there and sitting there and sitting there we ain't getting nothing and i'm like and you're praying that they turn on oh yeah kevin's sitting there he's and he's like and just give time, you know, the tide's got to get right. I did. And I'm like, this guy is so full of it. <laughs> okay. He's so full of it. All right. Here we are in this POS boat in this creek, and we're soaking bait, and he's telling us just, just hang on. <laughs> and, dude, when the tide turned, it was all it was It was crazy <laughs> on. Yeah. And we were catching fish like every 
cast, and I was like, oh my God. So anyway, we had a great time, and uh, and it became the the start of a, of a great friendship relationship. Yes. And uh, and so Kevin at the time was doing this other radio show, and me and him got to be friends, and and uh, and then he had asked me, hey, would you like to do the show with me one time? He goes, you know, sometimes the other guy's not there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. And so I did, and we were like, you know, why, why don't we start our own show? I'm like, I'm all for it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> you know? So that's that's how we got to the point where Kevin's trying to talk to a general manager, and then AM600 the ball because it was a new station. They were looking to compete with 930 and do everything better than 930. Yep. And and since 930 had this fishing show, all of a sudden they look at Kevin and me and go, Oh, it's an opportunity for us to be better than them. And so that's how we got our start, kind of. And then that's where Kevin has this meeting with the general manager. And by the way, the general manager's name is Mark Schwartz. Mark Schwartz, that's it. And and thank you, Mark Helmick, for sending that to me because, yeah, Mark Schwartz. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. 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 But but yeah, the the look on Mark's face when I went in there and said, we're going to do a hunting and fishing show. Because what, what's what, are that? You, what, what are you going to talk about? You know, <laughs> you know. Because, well, I don't know. We're just going to, but that's that's uh, um, uh, the, anyway. The twenty four years ago with three kids at the house. All right, blah blah blah. Little kids, new, new new charter captain. I didn't have a whole lot of money in the bank. Okay, and 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 I'm a, I will. I have to give my wife so much credit. Because it was it was really her push that said you need to go do this with Logman. Y'all need to do this show, and I'm like, oh, I don't have the money to do this show. She goes, I don't care. And so when I when when I went to meet with Mark, we agreed on how much it would be, and I had to pay two months in advance. At that time, wow, I had to write him a check. Wow, dirty dog. Yeah, and 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 it's like um, first and last so, month's rent. So I I got home. You know, we didn't have a cell phone at the time, right? You got home, and I'm, I am, I'm sweating. I'm, I'm serious. And uh, Carrie was so excited, you know. And I said, I'm excited too. I said, but here's the deal: we have 175 dollars left in our checking account. Ooh, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a true story. I'm like, I don't yeah. know how we're going to pay for anything <laughs> this month, but thank you. The the, the the cool thing was is that Jeff. I, I, the first person I went and met with was Mr. Frank Albritton with Albritton Marine because yep. I was I was running running one of his boats and he I mean signed up immediately immediately Jeff um, at, at that time was was kind of a spokesperson for Ring Power right Jeff I had a good relationship yeah. with Ring Power yeah and and, and Ring Power and so, I mean so so literally um, w- within within two months we. Had this show at least paying for itself. There you, you had know? with Dandy Foods too, wasn't it? Yeah, D- Dandy Foods was kind of Eventually. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Yeah, yeah, but but they were they were there for a long time, a long time. But yeah, I mean, there's uh, Claude Nolan and and Nimnik have been a part of this for forever. I mean, yeah, uh, because I I was dude, I was doing uh, the commercials and everything for so there was another one that was on automatic hit, you know, and here. Here's the thing: a lot of people may be listening to this and going, "Well, 
Well, why didn't just Lagerman pay for it? He was playing football. What? That was the beauty of this relationship. We never had any any preconceived kind of things when we started this show, and that we were going to operate it like it was going to be a regular business. Right. And we, we weren't going to subsidize it any other way, just because I had a football check. You know, we no. we were going to do it, this. It, it was never. It was never that way. I, it was never. never that way. It was never. Hey, Jeff, you pay for it, and I'll. No, you're right. No. no. Which was, is great was, because <laughs> Jeff is really cheap. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: if you're going to operate a business, you got to operate it on its own merit. No, it's it's you know? been it's been fantastic. It's it, it's been. Uh, I mean, I, am I, I can though, I can tell way. you guys this yeah. every every Saturday, and I've said this, and I know we need to take a break. Every Saturday that I wake up at five fifteen, I look forward to coming into the studio. Every, I, I mean, like really look forward to it. I love oh, this show, and, absolutely, and it's, love it. it's 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 fantastic, and the. Support that we have gotten from listeners, from sponsors, it still blows me away. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah. so in, since we have an anniversary going on today, mm-hmm. there needs to be a sharing of stories yes. of how some of this all got started, okay? Okay. Be- because I swear to you, if, if I go through my phone book, okay, on my phone, my yes. directory, I would say, first of all, Almost all of my contacts, you know, that yep. great friends, are all surrounded around this show. Absolutely, yeah. it couldn't. I mean, and and we'll take a break, and then I'll we'll we'll discuss how Captain Kirk became involved in the show. Uh, we're going to do that, and then we want to. And then there's some other stories that are pretty good, Kevin. Oh yeah, the one about how we met Scott Parker has never been told before. <laughs> That's the true. truth of it. <laughs> That's very true. Should we? Okay. <laughs> so I think we're going to be sharing some stories I today. Love it. We'll share some stories about the It's 24 years, baby. Holy cow. Mm. All right. 641-1010. Right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If uh, if you have, if you in your memory, you can think of something like, man, I remember when you guys did this. Give us a call. 641-1010. We'll be right back. You know, I, I, Kirk, just kind of like you, I have a, a pretty big lot in St. Augustine. Right. You know, people always talking to me about maybe keeping something there, this, that, the other. No, look, I, I don't I don't want your boat trailer yeah. in my driveway. I don't want anything in my backyard. <laughs> exactly. No, I know I have a big backyard, but I like it. And I like it to stay that way. So if you've got like the HOA and, and, and you need to store a boat trailer or a trailer somewhere, stack M storage. They'll come pick the trailer up wherever wherever you're at. They'll take it, dry storage, do a five-point inspection, whatever needs to be done, make sure it's taken care of. And when you need it back, they'll bring it right back to you. It's stackmstorage.com. You back with us, Logs? I'm here. I'm here. Let, uh, why don't you guys do a weather and the tides, and then we gotta, we got to tell the Kirk story. Absolutely. Um, the weather today, and, and it looked, I'll tell you what, Jeff, uh, while, while this comes up, the weather this week, fishing-wise? Phenomenal. Uh, amazing. I, I mean, I was in love every day. Yeah, I mean, like, like every every day was, um, it was. You were wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. Yeah, wait a Kurt, you were in love every day. I mean, it, it was just. Yeah, that's it, what I heard too. You know, you get up in the morning and you walk outside and you go, "I love this weather." Yeah. I mean, how, does it get any better than that? Yeah. I mean, you get up and it's <laughs> at the beach after we've been putting up with humidity in the in the ninety yes. percent, and there's no humidity. Yeah. And you're standing there with your dog and your cup of coffee. It. 
five thirty in the morning and not sweating. I was like, oh, this is just agreed. Man. I totally, totally agree with you. The my choice of words probably wouldn't have said I was in love. I'm, I, I am in love every day. I got a beautiful wife, but I wouldn't say I was in love every I, day. I was in love the with the weather, with Jeff. The weather. <laughs> the weather. Always brought to you by the bearded pig. Jeff's been by there this week. How many times? I mean, what? Jeff's in love with the bearded pig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now that would be a factual it, statement. <laughs> uh, east winds today, four to six. Uh, that, that, that's a big swell coming off uh, Hurricane Sam. Uh, tonight, southeast, five to ten, four to six. Sunday, southeast winds, five to ten, three to five. Um, and, and from what I understand, uh, I did not fish yesterday. I wanted to fish yesterday. Thursday was gorgeous, but our, the guys turned around and came back in yesterday. They said it was rough. Yeah, uh, so, you can hear it. Yeah, Monday, east winds, five to ten, two to three. That looks like a beautiful day. Tuesday, southeast winds, five to ten, two to three. Wednesday, east winds, five to ten, three to four. I know. That's, 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 that, that's an incredible forecast, Logs, for this time of year. You know, I mean. All right, so let me, let me ask you a question, okay, for the both of you, okay. Do we think we're, in, we're safe now from yes. hurricane season? You know, we got Sam and Victor out there. Yep. It sure looks like it. I yeah. mean, you know, the, I think the thing that really helped us was having okay, these. Everybody knock on wood real quick. Northwesterlies. Yeah. Those cool temperatures dropped that water temperature off our coast three, four degrees. Absolutely did. And yeah, I think Jeff, that helps. Where where we were, I, you know, 83, 84, even pushing 85, it's 79, 80 now. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, I, I and, and, and I'll tell you what, man, it changed the fishing. I mean, it was th- those, those fish, man, they love it when that water cools off. Um, the kingfishing this week was his, the best bite of kingfish I've had all year was on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Last day of September. There was a ton of fish in the surf. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, ton of fish. Mullet, uh, sharks. Uh, I didn't see any pogies, Kirk, when no. I finally did get out there. Kirk texted there's, me on what was that, the, Monday, There hasn't Kirk? been any pogies all week. Yeah, I texted Jeff on Monday because right. we were tarpon fishing, and I said, have you seen any bait in front of the house? And he was really kind of busy, hadn't had a chance to go out there. But we ran almost to your house. Didn't see yeah. a thing. Yeah. I, I didn't go out there Monday because Monday's a busy day. Tuesday went out there and didn't see anything. Or actually went, went out there, I think, later Monday day. But uh, did not see anything. But I did see a lot of mullet in the surf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy that I know, the neighbor, he was out there and he was having a great day fishing. I mean, just, you know catching one after another so that was awesome what was he catching all kinds of fish mostly whiting okay i heard there was some uh, giant whiting in the surf this week yeah i mean and the whiting he was pulling in now i mean they were really nice studs mm. yeah yeah really nice i heard that i'm sure noel will call call in and give us a surf report well here's one of jeff's other favorite loves angie subs uh-huh. which is by far the best sub shop in Jacksonville, right on the corner of Penman and Beach. What's your favorite sub there, Jeff? The well, the Peruvian is one. one. Yes, exactly. The Doctor Bang Scrippy, which <laughs> where did that come from, it, man? It, it, did he just kind of pull that out of the it, air? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. By the way, it's got chicken salad, and it's a. Uh, what do you call? Kirk, I mean, because you know food a lot better than I do as far as, like, the actual technical terms. It's the, the meat that's on that. It's like the Italian. It's not an Italian sub kind of meat. 
but it's the Italian cuts, kind of the oh, like, like Capicola and Capicola and exactly. It's kind of got that Italian prosciutto, prosciutto, of, salami. Yes, it's got that kind of stuff. Hard salami in there. The, yeah, God, that's the good chicken stuff. salad, and it ha- and with the chicken salad, it's got the grapes in it. And mm. then folks, uh, any any sub at Angie's, you can get crunchy, just to let you know. And you, they'll put barbecue Fritos, the little, the little uh, like pigtails, the little they swirl. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, that's what they put on the subs there if you order it crunchy. And and if you think I'm crazy and you think that that would not taste good, yes. It oh, is sorry. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So what are what are our tides? The tides. Great tides this week. Yes. These are my favorite tides because you've got high outgoing tides all week long. So we got a high tide this morning at 5.32 a.m. and a low tide at 11.38 this afternoon right around lunch. So you've got a 4.0 with a 0.8 rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's got a gentle tide. We're, we're almost at a new moon. If you look over your heads, it looks like a little fingernail piece left up in the sky. So you're going to have pretty gentle tides and high outgoing if you get these cool mornings. If we get any more of those cool mornings, yeah, I agree with you. These fish are going to chew absolutely. On, this, on this tide. Yep, absolutely. All right, before we take a break, let's go talk to Brian. He's got a memory he wants to share. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. Morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? Were you? Good morning, sir. Oh, uh, well, Kevin, you know, you and I knew each other uh, through the previous show. Yes. And, uh, of course, I met Kathy Kirk and Jeff and, and all the fine people that have been involved in this. But I can remember the day uh, you called me. I was working part-time at Thrifty Bait and Tackle when you guys got on to 1010. Uh-huh. And you called me and you told me, you're not going to believe this, Brian, but we there is a all-sports radio station coming to Jacksonville, and we're going to do uh, our show on it. And... I know it's funny to say, but the excitement in your voice when you were telling me about it right. got me excited about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, that, I mean, 24 years. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. guys. That's, that's, that, yeah, the crazy thing is that when, we, when we started our concept, you know, I was coming from Virginia, New York, and I, I, I'm a big hunter, and mm-hmm. I always have been. And Kevin's previous show was just fishing. Correct. Yep. And our whole thought was, is that, look, hunting and fishing go together like peanut butter and jelly. Sure. That's and right. So you got, you, you got to, you got to talk about both. And so that was our thing. And so we were like, all right, well now it's morphed into hunting, fishing, fun, cooking, food, living. I mean, just a little food. bit of everything. Yes. Uh, yeah. Food. Hell yeah, we're foodies. You know, that's yeah. part of life. Oh, yeah. But that's what makes it so special, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and special is a really good word. It, it is. Yeah. Blue plate. <laughs> yeah. The blue plate special. There's, Brian, you've listened to this show long enough to know there ain't no script. <laughs> No. No. No plan well, either. It's kind of <laughs> no plan. Well, it's kind of hard to have a script with some of the call-ins as well. That's a good point. Yeah, if we had a flow chart, we abandoned that about 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We did used to come yeah. in with notebooks and clippings out of the newspaper and you know for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah we we're semi-organized. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so, we still do that a little bit, but with the with the internet nowadays, I mean, you don't really need to do all that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's changed a little bit, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, 
I think the fun part of doing a show sometimes is that you don't know where it's going to go. And, and sometimes like we, people would think that me and Kevin and Kirk talk during the week a lot. We, we text, Yeah. but a lot of times we, we feel like that if we talk during the week too much, then it kind of ruins the fun of Saturday. It really yeah. does. No, you're right. Yeah, we do a lot of catch up on Saturday. Brian, we do the thanks. texting back and forth. Yeah, have a great show, guys. Week, thanks, brother. All right, Brian. Thanks. See you. Brian. <laughs> All right, take us but, out of here, Logs. Hey, uh, by the way, real quick, Brian brought up Thrifty Bait and Tackle. Yes. Which uh, that, that is where a lot of our early memories began. A lot. To do remotes and all that kind oh, of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, and, the old uh, Thrifty. The, the, the Cassidy. On, on Cassidy Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. A little hole in the wall. <laughs> right next to the vacuum cleaner shop. Yep. <laughs> and, right. and, down, and down the road. Rose's Pond. Thing, when we used to go there, right up the road was the, the that Krispy Kreme Krispy place, yep. which you always had to go to. Right next yep. door. Yeah. And, uh, and they had all the good stuff there. And thank goodness we have one. Our version of that today is Strike Zone. So thank you to Strike Zone because they keep us outfitted today, much like back in the day, Thrifty Bait and Tackle used to do that. Absolutely. Uh, and by the way, just I just got some info here from uh, the boss at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Okay. Okay. And uh, she is saying that, uh, hey, they're making way for tons of new gear out with the old and in with the new for the holidays, okay? They have marked down closeouts to 65% off going now, going on now from great brands like Columbia, Fish Hippie, Salt Life, Sanook, and more. So go to Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the select Hagen Ace stores, Mandarin, Green Cove, Yuli, and St. Augustine, there's one coming your way. So just to pass that along. And, hey, uh, Kirk, you'd we'll really like right you'd really this. like that fish hippie stuff. Fish hippie. That's that's made for I'm, you. I'm a big fan of the Huck, by the way, do you boots. guys know uh-huh. how to pronounce H U K? Well that I, I you've always said hook. It's hook. Hook. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you think I'm right? Um uh, I think probably I, not. I know I know you do. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Okay. H H U K is a clothing line that they carry at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. When we come back, we're gonna find out if I was correct all these years or if I was wrong. Wrong. Okay. We were right. <laughs> Folks, if you're uh, in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go. Go see my good buddies. Steve DeBergen, Mark Helmut, great people. They'll take care of you. They've done it for me for years. Um, it's the only place I go buy a vehicle, whether it's pre-owned, which that's all I've done over there is go in there and tell them what I'm looking for. And they find it for me right there at Claude Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Welcome back, Logs. Hey, uh, first of all, if people... Would like to check out some old pictures on our Facebook page. Yeah. Are welcome to the Nimnik family of dealerships outdoor show. Has some old pictures there of us doing the show. What's and, the one uh, with the guitar some... in the back? I know what it is. That, Does, do, do y'all know what it is? World famous Oasis that's right. restaurant. That's, yeah, ah. that's exactly right. That was one of the highlights of every remote we ever did. There's no doubt. They fed us like kings. <laughs> They did. We started out oh, with yeah. hot coffee, and what were those doggone the muffins called? Yeah, what was this? The, the ultimate carrot cake no. muffin or something? Yeah. Glorious uh, morning? Everything. Glorious 
glorious morning muffins. Glorious morning muffins. God, yeah. they were so freaking good. They would cut them in half and then kind of uh, bake them on a pan, like pan fry them, and then put butter all over them, and then oh, they bring them out. Come on. Oh, my Oh, we had goodness. pancakes and bacon and eggs. Oh, yeah. They fed us like king. What do y'all want? <laughs> she yeah, ate the, for three one hours. picture... The one picture is definitely in the ball studios. Yes. The first one at the very top. Yes. Shoulder to shoulder. That's, shoulder to shoulder. That's the, yep, that's the old one. The we I think there's one from Ring Power. Yep. There that yep, on the uh, right. is yeah. And I can't the one with the steel building with the white with the green trim in the background, I'm not sure where that is. Wasn't that when no. we did the uh Well it's Oh, that's um that's that's where it's our outlet, right? Tar- that's Tire Outlet. That yeah. is it. Yeah, that's yeah. Tire Outlet. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. recent one at Tire Outlet. Yeah, the Thank recent you. one at Tire yeah. Outlet. Yeah, that's right. Wholesale yeah. right, so... prices, premium service. <laughs> there you go. Tire Outlet. So you know what's crazy is that on our on our Facebook page, which you guys, by the way, can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, like our page, etc. And uh, you can make a comment there if you want. Maybe it's one of your best memories. But uh, thank you for from uh, Casey Duffy. Uh, she has chimed in. Austin Wynn makes us feel old. He said, I've been listening since I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Thanks yeah, for nothing. <laughs> Daryl Thompson, Dean Davis, uh, Cheryl Thompson, Kimberly, Michael, George, Wilbur. Thank you all for all the comments. And yep, Mike Debsky. Yeah, cool stuff, man. Yeah, yep. cool stuff. Cool stuff. So, all right, so. How did Kirk get involved with the show, Kevin? It was a it was a yours. it was a crazy story. Yeah, because you were you were starting this company called Atlantic Coast Charter Captain. That's right. I, I was way ahead of my time. And Kevin recruited me because I was interested in being a charter captain from his dentist, mm-hmm. Mike uh, Jumber. Yep, from your the dentist. Yep, yep. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. And Mike said, "I got somebody you need to meet." I was going to church with Mike, and he hooked the two of us up. And I, 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 we met at some restaurant somewhere down. Um, I know it was it's Jimmy's, it's Jimmy's, Jimmy's restaurant. Time, Jimmy's Kurt. restaurant, yeah. Jimmy's Pizzeria, the yeah. restaurant down in uh, Ponte Vedra. Yeah, and 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 so, so, so go, going back just a little bit, when whenever the outdoor show originally started, Jeff was still playing football. That's right. Okay, and and at the beginning, Jeff would 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 join. However, he could, but then I believe Tom Coughlin had a forty-eight hour rule. Jeff, no, well, no, no live radio or TV prior to a game. I'll, 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 I'll get to that story in okay. another segment. Okay. Well, anyway, so when Kirk and I became friends, um, literally, I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm doing a radio show, also, and would you be interested in in, in hosting with me?" Until Jeff, you know retires or whatever right and and you were like oh absolutely you know so literally that's how after we met it was like you became a host of the outdoor show and then when jeff came on full-time we just obviously we were like hey this is the way it's gonna be yeah but and, the question the question yep. that i have is that kirk what were you doing at the time i was uh i was in the uh in the beginning stages of getting my captain's license yes Right, that's and what I, I thought. And you I was were taking just, classes, just started. and I knew that that I that I was going to do it, that I was going to get my license. And Kevin's like, "Yeah, we'll 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 start this group, Atlantic Coast Charter Captains, and see if we can run through corporations." And I had a lot of corporate contacts, and see if we can, you know, generate more income for each other. Mm-hmm. 
and y'all were doing the show. And he said, why don't you call in when, when Jeff's there and just give us field reports. So I was a field reporter for the outdoor show right. from Mayport. And I would call mm-hmm. every Saturday morning and give you the intercoastal waterway report from Beach Boulevard all the way to Fort George Island of what was biting in the river and what was biting at the jetties. Yeah. And you were you were fishing at that time. You were okay. You got your charters, li- uh, captain's license, but you were in the food in the food industry for yep. a while, right? I was still working okay. in the hotel business. I was uh, at uh, AT and T Universal Card Services. I was their food guy for AT and T. Okay. And, and what kind of boat were you running? I was running that old oh tank. Oh, my gosh, man. The old you, tank. You thought mine was bad? <laughs> mine was a tank. I had, to, I had to sand it down about every other month to paint it and make it look good. I mean, it was terrible. That old 17-foot Mako. Yep. Yeah. I had a 100-horse Suzuki on the back that I bought from Danny Patrick. Mm-hmm. And, and you had, eventually, you put a trolling motor. On the back. On the back. Which was awful. <laughs> It was awful. The first trolling motor I ever saw was Larry Minyard pulled up to me in the valley, and he was working that flats yep. boat from the bow, and I'm like, that is so cool. Yep. It's, I can it's, put it's, one on right, my right, boat. Right after Larry got his, I got mine. And, and then I got one. You did, yep. and, and they you, didn't, Jeff, they didn't make a saltwater no. trolling motor. And the salt ate them up oh, like yeah, there right. was no tomorrow. Yeah. Just, just a quick story. In 1995, I met Larry before all of y'all. Yes. Right. Okay. Because uh, in 95, man, when I got into Jacksonville and my buddy Ed, me and him were talking, and I was like, Chris. you know, why don't you come down and, and we'll go fishing? And so he comes down and somehow or another, I think it was Tommy Mitchell said, hey, Lud, let, Captain Larry Minyard's a really good guide if you guys wanted to go out fishing with somebody. And so I contacted this guy named Larry Minyard, which who I've never met, okay? Yep. And we meet him at, uh, I believe we met him at the, uh, the old Palm Valley Bridge. Yep. Yeah. And we start heading south, and it was a complete fog bank. I just remember the day like it was yesterday, a complete fog bank. And I couldn't tell you what we were catching, but we were catching probably pinfish and some other kind of fish, like all kinds of fish. And having never fished in North Florida for salt water, I was amazed. I was like, oh, my gosh. This place is heaven. This is awesome. <laughs> so anyway, I met Ka- I met Larry Minyard in '95 before I met you guys. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Because I I can remember uh, when you went fishing with me. You said, "Yeah, I went with Minyard." I don't know what you know, whether you said three months ago or six months ago, and and you were telling right. me about all these fish that you caught. And I'm going, "Oh God." Well, Larry, I got to follow me, that. You know? Larry was up well, there Kevin with. Asked me, what kind? And I, I couldn't answer yeah. because I, I didn't know. Well, Minyard I mean, was one was of the first the inshore guides. Yeah, him and Larry Minyard, John Deerson, and Fred Morrow. Were, I, I agreed. Were to, the top three guy yep. in inshore guys. Yep. Yep. And then um, I, I started full time inshore in '94. Um, and uh, you know, I had the flats boat, bought the flats boat, and, and and all that. I mean, that's all I did was inshore fish for years. Mm-hmm. Now I still did a lot of tarpon fishing on the beach. And that's well, I remember for a long time that's all we did. Yeah. And then one day we had an epiphany when we started running bay boats, and we're like, hey, yeah, hey, we uh, can do something yeah, else. We with can these stretch things. out here we a little can, bit. We start stretching our legs. It was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is what we're going to do during the summer. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. 
All right, I know we need to take a break. Whenever we come back, uh, we'll talk to Gary, Captain Dave, all of them right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. God, that's a good yeah. guitar solo, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jeff, we got a uh, a special going on at Tire Outlet on Yokohama Uh-oh. Yokohama Tires. Uh, so it's it's a there's a fifty dollar rebate from Yokohama, and then Tire Outlet's going to match that with another fifty bucks. So oh, oh, that's through the through the month of October. Go by and see them. Hey, look, it's not just tires. We talk about this all the time. It is called Tire Outlet, but I mean, if you need your Oil changed? Yeah. <laughs> Take your truck to Brand X because they can't do it. They do lift kits. They, they do, do lift, lift kits. kits. Yep. Yep. They, they said they'll do anything but transmissions. And then, by the way, I had an AC problem on the Jeep a few months ago. Boom. I, I, I took it in there to Danny. They, they took care of it. All good. Tire Outlet. Yeah, the, uh, the Nimnik Yoda is at Tire Outlet as we speak getting the lift kit put on. Nice. So very excited, and we'll, we're we're trying to figure out what kind of tire we're going to put on it, and so it's it's nice to be able to take it somewhere where people have that knowledge. So no, awesome! No, Thank no you question. to Danny at Tire Tire Outlet. Let's go talk. All right, to, so I got I got oh, a little piece of information. Okay, we were wondering about the Doctor Bang Scrippy. What is actually on that sub at Angie's Kirk? Yeah, fire away. S- sliced ham, right? Sliced capicola, provolone, right. chicken salad, lettuce, tomato, and mayo. I was right about the Capicola. Wow, and then they throw yes. chicken salad up in that? Oh, yeah. I wow. And I swear to you, you think it wouldn't work, but it totally It does works. sound good. I'm a big fan of chicken salad. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, what's the, what's the dish that has the chicken with the ham stuffed in it? What is that? Oh, that's, uh. Oh, it's, uh, gosh. Whatever it's right it is. on the tip of my tongue. It's kind of like the it's reverse the of that. It's the ham on top. It's the ham on top and then cheese. It's, a. Uh, Gosh, well, anyway. Yeah, now I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. I'd come it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and, and, Sorry. And, and by the way, I just had had one, one of our Hall of Famers um, chime in. And he's Leon, Dana, right? Okay. And he said, and this is a great memory, he said his favorite memory is when Kirk's mom called in and chastised <laughs> you and I. <laughs> That was an all-timer. That was an all-timer, man. All-timer. God bless her, man. That was she was she, she went was down fighting awesome. at a very end. Yes, sir. Dude, that she was, was a character. That, that made me smile when he said that. If that's that was that was fantastic, <laughs> that man. Was she great. was upset with Jeff and I. <laughs> oh, she was not playing either. No, no she was uh-huh. not. Hey, by the way. Um, one but then when Jim McCollum called in afterwards. Yep, and threw some more salt on the wound. <laughs> oh, well, if I could find somebody that knew how to gaff. He goes, he goes, oh, God. I love him too, but I can tell you this. He don't know how to gaff a fish. God, that's awesome. <laughs> I was bleeding. I was that- bleeding from both wounds. I was like, good gosh, I just need to go outside and put my nose up against the wall somewhere in a corner. You know, Kirk, how, how old was your mom when she called in? She was uh she was eighty seven years old. Golly. She was eighty seven years old and reading me in favor of the riot act. Yes. She's feisty. Yes. I mean she was not playing. No. My mother I mean, was she wasn't called in to be funny. 
No. She was calling in to say, you leave my boy alone. That's right. Yeah, y'all quit being smarty pants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was feisty to the very end. Uh-huh. She said something about taking her. Shoe Sam, off. Shoe I'm off. I'm going to take my slipper off. Yeah, slipper and, off. And oh. pop both of y'all. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, yeah. She was going to whack both of y'all <laughs> with her slipper. Oh, right, God. So we were, trying to figure, we were trying to figure out the reverse with the chicken and the ham. Uh, the outdoor show brethren have chimed in. Brother James said, chicken cordon blue. Thank That's you. Right. Yes. That's right. All right. And, and we, we do got to get to the phone lines, but we teased your hook. Pronunciation. Okay. Oh, it's, yeah. It, okay. It's Huck. The clothing line, H-U-K, I've always called it Huck. Yes. Yeah, me too. See, I was worried about the little line across the U. That's made, it, I have, we have been corrected Hook. from the people Hook. at Huck that the correct pronunciation is actually Hook. Hook. That's what I thought. I thought like it was hook. fishing Like hook. fishing like a hook. hook. Yeah. Hook. Yes. Because Why don't they learn how to freaking spell? <laughs> uh, but it is hook. Yeah, it is hook. Yeah, hook. so you're saying the little line is a hyphen or something that I stretches no, it's not a hyphen. No, stretches the well. It's supposed it to stretch above out the, the letter, so it's some the type syllable. of pronunciation. Hook. Actually. Yeah. Hook. 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 It's kind of like Scottish. A squiggly... It's a wonderful. It's a wonderful hook, man. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's a hook. Like what the heck's wrong is... with you boys? Can't you read a little Scottish? Bunch of fools. You soften a head. I don't. I don't. Know. I think it's Swedish. What was, I don't think it's what was Scottish. It, 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 what, the, the gentleman from New Jersey called it a shock. 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 We, we can't pronounce that. Yeah, shocks my, in the water. He, he said I got my shock license. I'm like. Yeah, we thought we were going to shock fish. Yeah, like Scotty shock. Brown does, shocking fish. Yeah, wow. and then and then Jeff Jeff didn't <laughs> oh, understand Gene last week when he said cork, cork, cork. <laughs> what was he trying to say? Cork, cork, cork. They can't pronounce ours. Cock. Yeah. Walk the dog. <laughs> All right, we, we got to go to the phone lines. Gary's been Sorry, they're loaded up, loaded we're, up. We're bad. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Fantastic. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea. It's a, it's a great day for us. Peachy. Hey, th- this gentleman gets shipwrecked on an island, and he's been there for three years. One day he's looking out at the surf, and he sees this gorgeous woman walking toward him in this skimpy bikini. And he starts to talk to her, and he says, you know, I haven't had a smoke in three years. So she pulls a lighter and a pack of cigarettes out of one side of her bra, and he's smoking. He says, you know, I haven't had a drink in three years. So on the other side, she pulls out a flask, flask of whiskey. And he goes over and sit, leans against the palm tree, and he's smoking a cigarette and sipping from the flask of whiskey. And she comes by and sits down next to him. She goes, what do you say? You want to play around? He said, don't tell me you got a set of golf clubs under there, too. <laughs> Sinner! <laughs> Look at Gary trying to be top gun. I don't know. He's trying to be top gun. Yeah. No, Gary, you got to be you. Yeah, you got to be you. You got to be you, Gary, man. (laughs) Let's let's go talk to Captain Dave. He's been around a while. Captain Dave. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Well, are you celebrating an anniversary or something? Yes. 24 years today. Mike, you know I've been calling you for 21. Yes. Yes. I don't doubt that. You're well aware. Yeah. I was still driving. Oh, God. Well, congratulations. <laughs> uh, we say in Italian, may you live 100 years. 
And uh, as you're, you've been part of my mornings now for 21 years That's on Saturdays, even when I was down in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, we love those calls. That was yeah, great. That was cool. Yeah, was I got cool. I haven't been back in two years because COVID, and, and uh, my house is outside of the area where uh, anybody can go. It's it's a long story, but I'll be getting back. I'm hoping by the end of the year. But I, I certainly miss being back in Jamaica. Anyway, you guys are uh, great to listen to every Saturday morning, and uh, let's hope we keep doing it for another 23 or 24. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, you, Captain, Captain Dave. Dave. Thanks for, for being a part of it. All right. Bye. I'm all for another 24. Yeah. You know, he brings up a really good point. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no, no. This is good, and you'll agree. You know, the listeners and the callers have created – so many incredible memories. Oh yeah, oh, there's no doubt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, just I think about you know Skeeter was the first guy who came to mind. Of course. Oh my gosh. Hall of Fame number one. That dude made me and laugh. Only, there will only be one outdoor show Hall of Famer number one, and that is Skeeter. Yeah, absolutely. Skeeter done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, the so best. you know, gosh, so so many good calls, so many, so many great people. Well, Skeeter was part of that that genre of us that allowed us to laugh at ourselves that made us what we are sure the the goofy things that we did and we just looked at each other and go oh that's stupid but it's really funny oh and i we mean just we, laugh at we each have other. told on ourselves everything on this show yeah yeah i we've mean left yeah. no stone you know, unturned and like, we can and we can really thank the callers for bringing that out oh yeah because thanks for embarrassing yeah, us you, we you love can't it. you can't get away with anything at the boat ramp or anything like that because no people know us you yeah. know throughout 24 years or whatever most most we, fishermen listen to us. You can't walk in a grocery store and do something stupid. And somebody <laughs> yeah. goes, isn't that that guy? Uh, yeah. Oh, we're calling in. <laughs> oh, I, we're going to call I'll never, in. I'll never forget the day that I put my boat on the wrong trailer at the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, the first thing he said, he goes, uh, do you want me to use your trailer? And, and, and you're like, oh, my God. He's, he's like, I got to call in Saturday. And I didn't know the guy from Adam, man. I'm, I'm tired. Like, I'm like, oh, I my must God. Be so tired. I just put my boat on his trailer. Oh, you got to be kidding me. All right. So along those yeah. lines, I got I to gotta tell the story. So the lad, like last week or whatever, I'm out on the porch, and I'm soaking my feet, right? Okay. I like to soak my feet, re- rejuvenate them, okay? There's TMI. a guy that's. There's a guy, anyway, there's a guy that's working on an HVAC unit next door, plumbing or HVAC, I can't remember which. And so he's going around and he's talking to people about making sure, hey, we're going to do the water off or, hey, they're, you know, et cetera. He comes up on the porch. He sees me soaking my feet. You know what he says? I need to call the outdoor show about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't get away with anything. You can't. You can't, man. Yeah, you can't do it. Can't do it. All right, brother. We, we, we need to take a break and when we come back, we got an LV Hires gear tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants to job sites, businesses, and you name it, they can supply it to you. All you gotta do is go to lvhires.com to learn more. This week's tip comes from Captain Kirk, which is the Gadget Master. Gadget Master. And gadget Master. Yeah, the. I, I, this, is, this is gonna lead me to another topic after we get done with this. This is a pretty cool little thing to carry on your ATV, Kirk, or your side-by-side. 
it's a little portable, packable shovel. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a come up with ideas and it's funny how you're always doing you're out in the middle of nowhere and and you think i'll never get this thing stuck and yeah and you go dadgummit if i had like a tree and this thing's got like a little blade on one side so you can actually use it as a chopper to chop down a little bush or tree to shove it up under your four-wheeler tire to help you get out of that mud hole or if you just you know if you decide you go down like we are on the swanee river and we fish down there a lot Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? I mean, if you can't find any crickets on top of the ground, pull that little shovel out and dig around in that swamp down there, and you'll find you plenty of earthworms. Well, the, the cool thing about it is how compact it is. It's very I, small. It, yeah, I mean, it'll that, that'll fit underneath the seat, Jeff, of your side-by-side. Oh, yeah. it's uh, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. And on an ATV, I'm a big fan of putting, like, a little box or something on the front where you can carry stuff. Yeah. And Or having those... Uh, Schulte turned me on this, these little side saddle things that go on the ATV on the rear fenders that come like down to where your feet sit on them. Yeah, mine actually has and a storage can... box, mm-hmm. a big yeah, U-shaped do. storage box right. on the luggage rack. You got yours on the back. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right, there's yeah, your LV Hires gear tip of the week. Phone lines obviously are loaded, logs, so uh, Captain Scott Shank's been hanging on the longest, so we're going to go to him. Morning, Scotty. Scotty. Happy birthday, boys. Thank you. Good morning, sir. Proud of y'all. How are y'all doing? Doing really good. Good, good, man. <laughs> well, we've, uh, we ran all the way up from Palm Coast this morning. We're back up in San Augustine. What? Looking but, for bait? No, he's no, fishing the tournament. No, I'm fishing a tournament with Mr. Doug Wenzel himself. The famous. Say hi, Doug. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Thank you. So, you- so anyhow... I'm trying to find a trout right now. I got three poppy corks going on this high outgoing tide. See if I can get my trout out of the way. So, anyhow. For some reason, not to interrupt, but for some reason with that music, I'm picturing Shank wearing these these high platform kind of shoes. White ones. They're and, he, white and they're white, and then he's got the this 19 white bell bottoms on. No, the but yeah, you got the bell bottom fishing. Jacket. Okay, but the 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 platform shoes are like rubber. They're like made of like like those little boots, right? The fishing boots, <laughs> like Crocs. And <laughs> and then he's got a modern boots. fabric bell bottom fishing pant, and it's a performance pant. And then he's got a hook shirt on, but it's got 1970 collars, real yeah. big, and big it, lapels. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, a, lapel and, and, it, and it's specially made with 21 inch arms. Yes. <laughs> and, and pirate sleeves, big old pirate sleeves, yeah. and a pirate shirt, and it's unbuttoned. I know, isn't, it, isn't it bad when, when you're as old as I am? You got to get clothes custom made because your arms are too short to throw your legs. <laughs> but it's unbuttoned. Oh. It's unbuttoned two thirds oh. of the way down, and he's got a silver chain with a hook on it. <laughs> oh God! Ooh. All right, whatever. Uh, For some reason, I just got that visual. I don't know why. I just got the visual. Hey, Kirk, I did catch in a creek this week, um, which I would never do. Um, I did catch a 27-and-a-half-inch snook in a creek this week. Did you really? Yeah, nice one. That's wild. A really nice fish. Um, You know, uh, never jumped or nothing like that. And, you know, of course, the water's so dirty. You know, he got three inches underneath the water. It's like, dang, he's got a black line going down. I mean, biggest snook I've caught. You know, in a while, Re- really nice fish. Did you, really you, nice. Did fish. you get to keep it? Or you? No, I, I will never keep one. There's not enough of them. Yeah, yeah. 
28, 28 or 34. And, and, and by the way, uh, totally disagree with you. If I catch one that's legal, go to the box. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, there's not enough of them. We catch a lot of them, but not enough legals. We're not like south, you know, south of here. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but I don't know. Those things are so much fun to catch, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they are. And, you know, uh, it was so great. It was John awesome. Adams, and I mean, he's never, I mean, the man's 72 years old, has never caught a snook. So it's pretty special. Yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's good. Boys, right. happy birthday. All right, buddy. Oh, you, 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 you get back to fishing. You got him, friend. Bye, buddy. See ya. Where are we going? Got Chan. 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 Morning, Chan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good How are you this morning? Oh, doing well. I thought it was Puck also, and I even got one of them college degrees. Um, <laughs> it just goes to show you that, you know, when you act as your own marketing professional, you got a fool as a client. So, anyway, um, I've been listening to the podcast uh, last few weeks, I've been talking a lot about planning yeah. uh, here and everything. And uh, it's been quite a few years ago, seven, eight, maybe ten years ago, I called in and talked to you about uh, fertilizing your white oaks and your persimmons. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys followed up on that or not. And, and, but, uh, and, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there real quick, Chad. It's funny because I was talking to my wife, Carrie, yesterday about a ring power tip, right? And mm-hmm. this 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 week um we flagged like persimmon trees um you know white oaks all, all the stuff that you're talking about and and the reason that we did that so we could go back and fertilize them yeah yeah well especially if you'll go you know take a soil sample take it to your county agent make sure you get the ph right um the difference it will make i mean the deer they will stop, especially like like I've got one white oak that I found totally by accident when I was 17. First year I killed a deer with my bow. We got a big swamp that runs through the middle of our property. And I trailed this deer into the swamp and I found an island in the swamp. And it had a pretty good sized white oak acorn tree on it. And, oh, that's uh, money. And I started, uh, it was many years later that I got the idea of, huh, I think I might ought to fertilize that. And uh, man, I can't tell you how many deer have been killed there. But even at your trees close to your patches, which I'm not a patch hunter, but the guys that hunt my land, you know, build patches. If you if you'll sweeten those those acorns up with good the right fertilizer, those deer will stop to eat those white or oak acorns and let that food plot sit there. You can let your hogs eat your food plot. Now the hogs are going to eat the acorns too, but also I put up little short fence rows for uh, honeysuckle kept them fertilized because deer love honeysuckle uh your persimmons i mean just stuff that'll make them stop in their tracks you know these days everybody's putting corn out really all you're doing is making your hogs really fat with corn and uh whereas if you'll sweeten up your persimmons your honeysuckles and your white oak acorns you know you don't you really don't have to fool with corn at all in my opinion um the neighbors the neighbors will draw away all of your hogs with their corn while you keep your deer that's just been my experience over the last 50 years. So. Thank you, Chad. Anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take one more call. Let's go talk to uh, Wilbur. We're going to save Top Gun for the other side. Morning, Wilbur. Good morning. Congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. You've been here for a long time listening to us. Well, I'm going to tell a little uh, bit about way back history. You tell me if I'm wrong. When... Thrifty Cassid was still open, 
and I think it was Jeff and Kevin back where Benny and Fred would repair reels in that little bitty room. That's mm-hmm. right. And then Benny and Fred's out front doing the cooking something, right? Yes. And you was having a raffle, and I was over there where the freezer was, which was right across from that r- window where you did the re- they did the repair, and I'm handing out raffle tickets. Am I pretty correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're right on. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. That was, that was in the beginning, man. Yeah. We'd walk next door and get hot Krispy Kreme donuts, and then Amen. we were cooking venison sausage on the yeah. grill. And then, right. And then Lagerman almost got in a fight. Oh, yeah. Whoa, Jeff. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah. That is a true, that is a true story, but, but it was wasn't no fight. because of me. No. no, it wasn't your fault. You didn't have yeah. I just said this. you almost got in a fight. That's all I said. Yeah, he yeah, didn't just... say you almost started a fight. Yeah. Okay, well, he was behaving then. Oh, he I didn't do it. I was behaving, Wilbur. We were going to breakfast. This is a funny, this is a true story. It was Kirk and funny. I are going to go to breakfast. Yep. This is after the show. So we walk out, and in the parking lot, as we're, we're walking towards my truck. Old Blue. Yeah, it's Old Blue. It's the old Dynamic Yoda, which is yep. now at Tire Outlet, okay? And you just they put just, that Warren Winch on the front. I remember that. Exactly. And so walking to the truck, we're going to go get something to eat. And as we're walking to the truck, this guy, Wilbur, literally runs into my truck Ouch. right in front of us. Yeah, and a Volvo station wagon. I'll never forget about it. Okay. And then he proceeds to get out of his car and to start yelling at me. Because <laughs> you parked there. Because you parked there. Yep. No, I mean, I was parked in the spot and he was like wow. mad. That was his spot. Because he hit my truck. <laughs> and, I, and I was going, wait a minute now. <laughs> oh, he was being so rude. He was, his arms were flailing and he was cussing at Jeff and. Call him a big galoot, and you're an <laughs> wow. idiot, and, and I'm like, uh, were you looking around for a camera? I looked <laughs> around. Like, I swear to you, Kevin, yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like, this is a setup. Yeah. Yep. You know, ah. this guy's trying to trying to bait me, and he's doing a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> he may be dumb, but he's talented. Jeff, okay. do you remember uh, the first time I met you? No, tell me. Going to the Jacksonville Boat Show, which I think then was in February or January. And I'm walking in, you know, uh, and then you're, unknowns to me, who you are, standing there talking to Bobby Hoslander. And mm. remember Bobby? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were talking about him earlier. Yes. Yep. And uh, I walk in and, and uh, I say hi, and he says, come here, I want to introduce you. And that's the first time I met you, Jeff. That's a long Bobby time. Darn. That's good. Yeah, Bob, we actually talked about Bobby because that's how what part of the the thread of the story of how I met Kevin. Yep. Wilbur. Oh. Because I bought a just to, to real brief hash it. I bought a boat from Bobby, who his salesman was Tom Davitt, who Tom asked me to go fishing in ninety five when I had a foot injury and wasn't traveling with the team because Coughlin wouldn't let me travel. Just throwing right. that in there. And but he's not bitter. we go fish. Tom says, I got a guide set up. And so the guide was Kevin. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how, I mean, Bobby's in that thread of the story of how I met Kevin, how the show eventually came to be. How about that? Yep. Yeah. Guys, it's 
been absolutely fabulous. I don't call much anymore, but I always listen, and uh, I enjoyed how you were playing back the info about last week with uh, Gene, my kayak fishing buddy, and the cock. <laughs> the cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank, uh, thanks, Wilbur. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. We gotta Six, laugh at ourselves. Yeah, six four one ten ten. If you wanna give us a call right here on our twenty fourth anniversary of the outdoor show, and, and obviously Nimnik, Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, all of them. All we've some just it, Jeff. It's just incredible. We were talking about earlier how many sponsors have been here for over twenty Thick years. Pin heating oh, and cooling uh, yeah. forever, forever, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's. I mean, one of my great friends mike hayes yes mike hayes yep is yep. thick pen yep i mean it's just it's amazing how many stories and how our lives have evolved through this show it is and and i promise when we come back mm -hmm. kevin we have to share the truth of how we met scott parker okay <laughs> because of this show we'll be right back If you want a little getaway, not very far from here, about three hours due west, Steenhatchy River Club, go to sthrclub.com. It's it, it just, for the first thing that comes up is the cabins that you stay in, and, and Terry and I have been there and stayed in these cabins. Brand right new. Brand new. And, and listen, if you want to take your boat over there, that's fine. They've got a private boat ramp right there where you stay. But if not... They've got Carolina skiffs. They've got pontoon boats. They, they, they've got the boats rigged and ready to go. That you could just rent a boat, and and that way you don't have to worry about dragging a boat all the way over there. Steenhatchy River Club again. It's sthrclub.com. We got Top Gun on the phone. We do have Top Gun on the phone. Happy anniversary! What's up? How's it going? Everything's good. 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 I remember a year or so ago, I woke up one morning and um, got me a cup of coffee and walked out to my truck and cranked my truck up and turned the sports station on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm hearing y'all all talking. And I'm like, "What? what is this? And I'm listening <laughs> to it and I'm like, that guy sounds like Jeff Lagerman. And then I went, it is Jeff Lagerman. What is, what is this all about? So I'm listening to it, and not to steal a phrase, I fell in love with it. <laughs> and then, and then, I heard you were on 24 years, and I went, "What the what? Where have I been?" <laughs> yeah, where have you been, exactly. Top Gun? I don't know, but that's a long time, Bubba. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, it is a long time. Yeah, but y'all are great, man. I tell you, I tune in every Saturday morning and can't wait to hear some stories. Uh, we enjoy our and Saturday all y'all's experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, let me let me just say this, Top Gun, because I think you know the the show is always great because we have participation, mm -hmm. and your stories, jokes are also part of that. Much like everybody else calling in, that's what makes this show. And when I describe the show to people, because I get to meet a lot of different people that you know through football type stuff and uh, like what are you doing now and i said well you know i do the jaguar stuff and then i said i 
also have been doing a radio show for 24 years. I'm like, what kind of show is it? And I said, well, it's called, called The Outdoor Show. And uh, they said, what do you do? And my, the best way. <laughs> I've had that I said, well, question asked many times. Uh... I mean, it's it's kind of hard to describe it you know, quickly, but I said an easy way for, for somebody you're just trying to give them just the basic framework of it. I said, imagine sports talk radio, but the topics are now fishing, hunting, friendships, you know, outdoors, all everything that you like to do on your time off when you like to be in the outdoors. And I said, and then on top of that, there's also a uniqueness to it. I said, because we have callers that call in on a fairly regular basis that contribute to our show and make it what it is. And it's awesome. It's great. And I love that. Has Billy the Kid been with y'all the whole t- whole 24 years, Chris? <laughs> no. I call him Billy the Kid. <laughs> Billy no. the Kid. A, a, a lot of it. No. I mean, we, we listen, the producers are 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 a big part of this story. I mean, absolutely. T- Tony Adams, do you did you did you know Tony? No, Chris, you didn't know to- Tony. He was no, a good no. dude. Tony was fantastic. He was and a then, good dude. And then, Tony and, was awesome. Yeah, and then our um our 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 greatest all time producer, Freddie. <laughs> Freddie, <laughs> just being sarcastic. Oh man, <laughs> Freddie. Oh my gosh, Freddie. Freddie was great, man. Yeah. I don't have a clue what Freddie's last name was. Freddie wouldn't yeah, show up. And we go, well, let's go hunt the studio, <laughs> and we go through the whole building, and he'd be sleeping under a cubicle going, Freddie, the show. Man. Oh, oh, is it time? Uh, like, what are you doing sleeping in the studio? So, uh, we were, seriously, to, to, give, to give people the description of that, I mean, Freddie, this is going back to when we were at, at AM 600 The Ball over the ball. on the west side, yeah. which is yeah. where the studio was. And, I mean, Freddie was homeless. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... So, and, and of course, since he didn't have a home, he was like sneaking or finding a way to stay in the studio and he would sleep in different places like to hide Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a home. Wow. And yeah. So if we went there on a Saturday morning or when we were, when we went there on a Saturday morning, we literally couldn't find Freddie. So we would search the entire building, which was not very big. But we would search the entire building, and when I mean search, you had to search because he was he was hiding. Yeah, like sleeping under a desk or in a corner or behind. Top, some I, I, top Gun, I got I got I got to tell the story because this is part of history. All right, so one morning, yeah. Freddie doesn't show up. We got it's 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 six fifty nine. Okay, oh my Jeff God. says, okay, you go to that side over there and start hitting the buttons. All right. Start poking buttons. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. So I'm watching the needles. Jeff's going, hello, 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 hello. hello. So hello, listen, hello. my very good friend, his name's Mark Spencer. All right. Oh, my gosh. It's Mark funny. has his alarm set at 7 o'clock. <laughs> to, his to, radio turns to, on to, at seven to the radio show. Oh, and there's no sound. Well, he's asleep, and all he's of a sudden, he said he hears Loggeman going, he's got a clock radio. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 He, said, he said he wakes up, and he's like, Hello? damn, Loggeman's in my room. in my room? <laughs> oh. It was the funniest story. Well, I remember Jerry Blunt calling me on the cell phone going, Kirk, y'all are on the air. <laughs> Watch what you say. So, so Chris, we did, we did four, we were four oh. hours at that time. We did four hours and never took a commercial break. No. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Never took a commercial break because we didn't know how to. We just. We knew we were on the air. So we just. We were just every, talking. We just talked for four hours. Just, just roll with it, man. <laughs> just, let's flow. Well, you got a. 
you got a crackerjack producer now. So yes, sir. We're good. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a top gun salute. Uh, the Jaguars once again didn't win, but they sure did get me excited. And I got a top gun salute for Mr. Cam Robinson. People can say, well, he didn't have a very good game or he didn't block too well this week. But when Trevor Lawrence got that first down and slid and that guy on the other team put his helmet in him, Cam Robinson walked over there and got right in his face. And I loved it. So, Cam, if you're listening to this show, you're the man. We need more We need more of that on the Jags. Yes, sir. People getting in people's face back when Lagerman and uh, Baselli and Joel Smingy, uh, them guys didn't get pushed. Y'all didn't get pushed around. And and that's what we need. All right, Tom. Anyway. Go ahead. This blonde goes to heaven and uh, – St. Peter says, I got to ask you a question before I let you in. Uh, he says, uh, Who is God's son? And uh, she thinks for a little bit and she goes, uh, Oh, I got it. Uh, his, his name is Andy. And he says, Andy. And she says, Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. Oh, Dios, baby! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Hey, Ga- hey, Gary, to... stop. Kirk, Kirk, would that be an okay, acceptable joke at church? That's acceptable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, fantastic. Let, let, let's take a break here on the Nimnik GMC Buick Outdoor Show. That, that, that would crack me <laughs> up. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll, we'll talk. Thank you, Scotty. We'll talk to Ken. Really, that was good. Hey, hey, Jeff, that's that's another one. Their coastal equipment's been with us for a long time. A long time. Oh, yeah. And now they got two locations. They've been so with us for so long. They started out with one location on on uh, New Kings Road. Yeah. Or excuse me, on uh, is it Keith? Yep, that, that's right. That's right, New Kings Road. Yep. And then they opened up the new one, which is in McClenny, and have all the same great products, the Kubota, Gravely Zero-Turn Lowers, Hot Seat Pressure Washers, Steel Power Equipment, and, uh, and of course, they do work on all the steel power equipment, chainsaws, edgers, blowers, et cetera, if yes. you have any issue with that. So, all right, so you guys ready for the story on how we met Parker? Go ahead. All right, so it's a true story. So years ago, Kevin and his wife, Carrie, and me, at the time, I was dating my ex-wife. So we are, what's the name of that restaurant, Kevin, in St. Augustine? It's the Conk House. Conk House. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the Conk House, and we have one of those, uh, it's like the, the crow's nest tables, you know, that uh-huh. sit up. Yeah, those are great. And so, so we're up on this table, and we're sitting there, and... And so, you know, we have dinner and, you know, we're having a few drinks. And, and of course, now the, the girls are talking. And so me and Kevin are like, geez, you know, let's, you know, we don't want to sit here and listen to all that. So so we, we kind of just kind of get off to the side. And we're talking. And as we are, all of a sudden we see a beautiful woman walking down the dock with this guy. And we're like, wow. You know, so when they walk out the dock and there's a bar that's like out on the dock at the conch house so as they walk past 
I was like, hey, Kevin, you want to go to the bar out there on the dock? <laughs> so, so we go out to the bar on the dock. And so we're out there hanging out just because, you know, the ladies are sitting there gabbing away and all this kind of stuff. And and so I was like, I wonder where that beautiful woman went. So we're sitting there and all of a sudden there she is. And next thing you know, some guy comes up to us and says, hey, man, Scott Parker. I'm like, uh, and so we're like, Kevin, I'm not, I look at Kevin, I'm like, uh, we just got busted. We're checking out this beautiful woman. And that's the guy that she walked in with. <laughs> so, so anyway, that was Scott's wife, Tiffany, and she's a beautiful woman. And, uh, we weren't like doing anything. We were Scott, I promise you, we weren't having any bad thoughts or anything like that. We were just trying to get away from the ladies at our table. And we walk out to the bar at the end of the dock. And so anyway, we meet Scott. And then so through Scott, ends up we meet a lot of other people this is it sets off this whole kind of chain of events because we meet james schulte right yep through scott kevin yep because james brother james is in the hunting club in south carolina with scott mm-hmm. um and then uh and then like like now gordon and ed love going to shoot you know, gordon uh, our chef gordon and ed from angie subs they meet scott through us I mean, so it's amazing how this intermixing of people meeting all kind of because of this, I guess you could say this brotherhood of the outdoor show. Agreed. So I'm trying to think of how, how, how some other relationships started. Well, from, the Miles brothers came from some of that. And, and of course, yeah, Fred, Fred and, yeah. And, and Danny and Dan and, and meeting those guys are all through Scott Parker and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just awesome how things end up working out just because you have one happenstance meeting and, uh, it's just, it's just cool to think back and how, and think back of how it all starts. Yeah. Know? I mean, because of this show, my relationship with ring power, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and how many, how, how many people have become friends um, through through Ring Power, I mean, I can sit here and start naming them off. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, and that's because of their sponsorship on this show, which they've been here for over twenty years. And 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 then I've I've been fishing with those guys for fifteen years. Yeah, I mean at least you know I mean a lot of trips. So it's uh it's it, it's all good stuff. All right, uh, here's one relationship. There's another one right here coming up, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, we got to take Ken, but kayak bike. Is behind him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Yes, sir. Thrifty Bait, Thrifty Bait was the very first uh, Christmas show, I believe. That's when uh, Jeff proceeded to uh, stay calm as he could. Uh, actually, I'll tell you where the very first Christmas show was. It was okay. it was at a restaurant called Helen's in Ponte Vedra. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ellen's was, Kitchen. Was, uh, yeah, Ellen's Kitchen. Yeah. Ellen's Kitchen. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, and, and then the second one was at Thrifty. You you are correct. Okay. Okay. It was the second one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was uh, next door the donut shop. That was a Dunkin' Donuts. What the Krispy? Mm-hmm. No, it was, no, it was Krispy, Dunkin'. Well, Krispy Kreme was up the road, but Dunkin' Donuts right. was Krispy right Kreme. next to it. Right. Okay. That's right. And then you had and, what? That, Rose's Palm so, Shop. Pawn Shop was right there too, because I bought my <laughs> right. first deer rifle there. One of my first no deer kidding. rifles. Yeah. That's right. funny. My two seventy. But um, uh, Nemnick's been with y'all since the beginning, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Since the very beginning. Yes. 
since the very beginning. But that I laughed so hard when that guy backed into Jeff's truck, and I'm like, and that's the same truck you got now, Jeff. It's the exact same one, Ken, and that's the one, the Nimnik Yoda that just got redone at their body shop and is now at Tire Outlet getting the lift kit put on. Wow. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. But that I was laughing, so I'm like, Jeff's fixing to jack this guy up. I couldn't wait. <laughs> well, like, he's fixing to in jack Jeff's him defense, up. In Jeff's defense, because I was standing right there, he didn't do anything wrong. The guy smashed his truck. Jeff just walked yeah, over I was there after too. the guy was- cussed at him and put his arms around him and said, Something along the lines, you don't want to do this. Right. And squeezed him a little bit and like let him know, look, you're not going to win this. Right. You just need to go away calmly. And I remember Larry, the police officer, was standing over there, and Larry walked up to me and he goes, do you need help? And 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 I said, no, this is done. Uh, and we turned yeah, around and walked off. Yeah, yeah. And then the second thing, and I got two, actually two more things. The second thing is the old station over there where the guy used to camp out. That morning, I was listening and push that button. Push. <laughs> hey, hello, hello, push that button. Try that button over there. Are we on the air? I don't know. I don't know. If it was pretty not. funny. I was, like, I was laughing so hard. Oh, yeah, and then it, the phones start blowing up. Y'all be careful yeah, what you say. Yeah, that's professional right. stuff right there. Oh, man. Right, and then I don't know if, Jeff, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you, you and Parker, we were fishing in a uh, redfish term, spots tournament, mm-hmm. and we were we were staging up, and y'all were anchored up, and I I pulled up, and I throw my anchor, and I always use a jetty anchor, and and Parker looks at me and says that ain't gonna hold. I said yeah, well it'll hold. I throw enough line out there it'll hold. Well. Here a couple minutes later, I start drifting down the damn river, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> my, I, I, I just made a fool out of myself in front of Jeff Parker. Uh, that's <laughs> but, a good story. That's great. Uh, okay, guys. Well, thanks, hey, buddy. Happy anniversary. Buddy. Thank you, Ken. Right, it's buddy. great hearing from you. Good to hear from you, bud. Yeah. All right. Real quick, let's go talk to Kayak Mike. He's he's been around this show forever. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, happy anniversary, man! I couldn't let it go by without calling it. Yeah, no kidding, Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I know it's been a while, but uh, you know, you get older, things change. You're doing different things, but I'll never forget a lot of the memories made with all of you guys and uh, and you know the sponsors and all that stuff. But uh, Kevin, you taking me out after I was sick and catching tarpon and taking my boy out to kill his first turkey, and <laughs> I mean. Shooting with Jeff and Dylan and and doing all these good events and and Kirk, well, we we go back in lots of ways. I mean, like y'all were saying, the show and the people and all the people I've met. I mean, we're just blessed to have you guys, and uh, I can't thank y'all uh, enough, man. So, so I got I, I do have to tell one funny story about Mike and I because Mike helped us with our website years ago. I mean, yeah. always, always always took care of us, gave us advice and. Years ago, he calls me up and he's like, hey, you know, we need to do this, this, and this. And he goes, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I said, I, 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 said, I cast on the what? pods all the time. Pod and, what? Uh, <laughs> and he goes, no, favor. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I mean. I was dead serious. I was like, I cast on the pods all the time. You know, bait pods. You know, and, oh, Mike's like, you were such an idiot. <laughs> no. No, no, that was, well, that was back when y'all were making fun because I think I called in one day and you and I had been talking about the moon a lot. And I said, I called in and said, you know, Kevin, that full moon made me think of you. And so after that, everyone kept telling me I was, 
just I had too much man love for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, thank, uh, thanks for everything, Mike. Yeah, yeah, we love you guys, and like the rest of the city, you know, whether you're calling in or not, man, we're all listening, and uh, we appreciate all the stories and 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 all the people. I mean, I've met so many people. Yes you know, throughout and, uh, and all those great people at the sponsors, they've all made a big difference in our lives. And, uh, thanks for all you guys do. Thanks buddy. Thanks Mike. Appreciate you. you. See ya. See ya. Six, four, one, 10, 10. If you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet outdoor show, Captain Kirk Waltz, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Logaman is, he's uh, he's like in space, but he's here. We'll be right back. a little piece of waterfront want to make it a little piece of waterfront heaven you got to contact cnh marine construction uh, multiple times they've been able to put my dock in and redo it and put it back in again after hurricane and it's top-notch work with a, at a top-notch price just go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com and click on the cnh marine construction link and let them do some great work for you all right, so uh, just a real quick comment, guys, about uh, Kayak Mike. I mean, for years he was trying to get me in a kayak, and I always going, "Nah, I'm not getting the kayak." I've never man. done just, it. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. You know, it's going to hurt my back and all this kind of stuff. And look, where I'm at today, I'm sure Mike is laughing. Yes, I'm sure I'm he talking is. about my kayak stories because now I have one. And the pedal kayak system, though, is I think a game changer for me because I mean, back in I mean, I didn't who I don't want to pet like have to paddle. You know, but now the ability to pedal is mm-hmm. totally awesome. Uh, <laughs> right, um, phone, phone lines? Yeah, right, phone look, lines. Ray, Ray, Ray has a shrimping question. We, okay. can, we can help him with that. Good morning, Ray. I um, sure hope you can help me, not with the shrimping part, because I was absolutely ready to do it all weekend. In fact, canceled a trip just because I found that the shrimp were in the river and Went and caught some nice mediums just down there at Club Continental uh-huh. and noticed that there was some pretty significant uh, algae yeah. you know, going by. So brought home just a couple of pounds that I caught and, and uh, was eating them up and glanced at a news article about the algae bloom. And it said, don't eat shellfish out of the river. And I'm going, <laughs> does Too late. my shrimping it was first of all it was too late but second of all does that mean that we it's really not advisable to go and catch shrimp right now is the bloom that bad or are they just predicting that it's going to be that i think bad? it's a prediction from what i've seen I, I haven't seen any red flags go up i i get the red tide report from the west coast and i would assume if it got bad here we would get some kind of warning and i have not seen that right I, i've seen that the algae is there. We've seen it all the way up at Mayport, and it's broken up. What we really need is some cool weather. Yeah. We get a, a northwest wind for a day or two, and that'll destroy that that algae. That'll be done. Jeff, well, you, I mean, Jeff you, 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 spent, you spent a lot of time on that river shrimping. Al, you've seen algae mm-hmm. blooms. Would you? I mean, I don't think that this is like f- a full-blown algae bloom. Would you have a problem eating a shrimp there? Uh, No. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't, but then again, I'm maybe not smart. But, I mean, I just remember what <laughs> Dr. Quentin White has always told us, and he said, look, everything in moderation. Right, yeah. Because we would talk to him about that, and he said, look, you, you never want to be eating too much of anything because of potential things like that. But, I mean, with the shrimp, as long as you're 
rinsing them off and then cooking. I just don't see how that that would be a big impact with you. Well, two things. One, it specifically is definitely not as bad as they've been in the past. I mean, I've had them to where I'm on Goodby's Creek and they, it was slime green across the mm-hmm. entire creek and we're not anywhere close to that. Uh, but second of all, the cooking it part uh, is apparently not the way to, you can't stop it because it's the toxins that the algae uh, makes and they're not uh, destroyed by boiling it or cooking them or however you're eating your shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the, it's not the algae itself, uh, which is destroyed by the cooking. So well, I, I think, it, I think it's mild enough now to where I'm going to risk it, but I was just wondering if you knew any more. Yep. Thanks, Ken. Ray. Sorry. Ray. Ray. Yeah. Ray. Yeah, Ray. I'm all over the place. <laughs> there, there you go. Yep. Yep. Cause, cause green turtle, Kenny. Um, yeah, that's me. That's you. <laughs> Congratulations on thank, 24 thank, years. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I just want to tell you how I found you. Okay. Um, Green Turtle Keys down the Abacos. Right. Uh, I don't know. If you need, yeah. And um, we used to rent a house down there, you know, for a month. I'd drive my boat over there and, and you know, rent a golf cart. And you didn't. Uh, that's back before cell phones. So you're going to have to tell me what year this was. Um because I can tell you how I found you. Okay. Every morning, I'd, I'd get in my golf cart and drive up towards New Plymouth, and I'd go up the top of this big hill and where the old Patelco uh, tower used to be. And I had this realistic, you know, radio shack beast of a radio. And I'd listen to the cruiser's desk on the ham radio just to get the weather and all, you know, gossip and stuff like that. And then I flipped over to an AM station, and I started l- just looking for an AM Florida station I could listen to. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a long way off. Well, I got the one in Palm Beach. No big deal. But then I ran across your show in Jacksonville. And I think it was on 690. Yeah, that that is correct. That's what it would have been yeah. because 690 had has like a 50,000 50, signal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what year would have that been for y'all? Uh, Kevin, what do you think? I mean, how many years were we, we were on the ball, and then we I'm went to 690? 98, 99? I don't know. I think the early 2000s. No, what, yeah. so, so we started in 97, and we were probably on the ball for, what, two or three years, Jeff? Yeah, like two or three years, and then they were actually selling that station to Radio Disney. Yep, yep, that's right. And then and then we went to, uh, to, to 690 after that. So early early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about O two for some reason, or yeah. somewhere that's that about right. Yep, that's about right. Yeah, and it, boy, it was just loud and clear, and I thought, oh, this is great because I was trying to get a little local news, and you guys are, you know, talking. And I don't remember Jeff being on, but Kirk was there, you yep. know. And um, I live in St. Augustine, and then the next, the first time I ever saw, or saw you guys was up at the gate, what used to be the old gate station. Uh, that's right. And you, you and Kirk were doing a remote. Yes. And there was a, there was a PhD from Florida with fish bites. He was handing out samples, and another guy with a bunch of surf fishing gear. And I don't know who he was. That oh. that was George Pope. George Pope. I remember that. Yep. 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 And and yeah. and, and George was um, God bless his soul uh, was going to do a. Uh, Surf fishing, surf seminar. fishing seminar. He was a, he was a surf fishing guru, and yes, yeah, yep, yep. So so and and fish bites was 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 part of his gig. Yeah, 
And, um, yeah, yeah George, George was a great guy. Great guy. And those fish bite samples that he gave me, and I can't remember what flavor they were, the next time I went back over to Green Turtle, I took them with me. You know, and I'm always like, go out and get some conch, you know, and put it on a tip of a jig, you know, and go out and catch, you know, whatever you can for supper. And I, tr- I tried the fish bites, and those things worked great. I didn't have to clean any more conch. <laughs> they were, you know, they they were fantastic. We had, yeah. we, we, listen, we had the, the guy who invented, um, and, and uh, God, Mike, shoot. But it, anyway, we had him on the show, and yeah. this, he blew us away. I mean, literally, we were sitting there like going, what? I mean, yeah. how, how he invented these fish bites was was way cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Marine Land. Anyhow, Marine Land. Marine Land. He yeah. did it at the Marine Lab down yeah. there at Marine Land. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just been, I've listened to you ever since, so that's been a while. Thanks, buddy. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, man. Nice talking to you. <laughs> Good talking Bye to now. you. All right, Logs, let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come uh-huh. back, we, we'll, we'll talk a little deer hunting, and uh, because that's part of the Ring Power Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the best fleet in the industry of rental equipment and everything that you need they have. If you'd like to learn more, go to ringpower.com. All right, earlier, guys, we had a conversation with Chan, and yes. he was talking about fertilizing trees. Well, if you don't fertilize trees, it's, it's not too late to enjoy the benefits of hunting around a mass-producing tree. Yes, and and I experienced that this 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 weekend. You know, I was I literally um, I, I got there too late to to, to get in the woods on Saturday. Uh, went and collected a few uh, chips out of my cameras. You know, and checked them. And I was like, God, it's not. I mean, the deer are kind of sparse. You know what I mean? And so I went and got in my stand on Sunday morning, Jeff. And it's it's it this this particular hang on is on an oak tree, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, it's a beautiful morning, it's 58, 59 degrees, and um, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear ping off of my stand. And <laughs> this thing's pouring acorns. Nice. You know? And, and But then you get to looking around, Jeff, and you're like, holy crap, man. I mean, it's it's amazing, the acorn crop. I don't know if, if you have, you know, gone out in the woods and looked, but I mean, what I what I have on the ground right now, it, and, and the, that's... Obviously, I think that's the reason that I'm not seeing very many deer. They yeah. don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, they don't have to go anywhere. Just yeah, we, eat well, acorns to go lay down. Yeah. You're saying you're not seeing many deer with your cameras because, you know, most of the time we're putting the cameras on corn. Right. And and I will tell you, it's it's not just – when I say mass-producing trees, a lot of people say, what do you mean by mass? M-A-S-T, which is acorns and, mm-hmm. and trees or plants that produce some type of fruit and that's the other thing to remember now persimmon trees are still dropping right now yes they are and then there also is a lot of fruit still in the woods american beauty berry for example so if you can find those trees that are dropping some of the fruit crab apples wild crab apples i mean those are the places to go ahead and start hunting because they will continue to produce for a little while and then after after a while then it's nothing, nothing will be left but the acorn producing trees. And remember, just like Dave Edwards told us years ago, another contributing member that we have of the outdoor show through the years, uh-huh. he told us that 
all acorns are not equal. Yep. There are white acorns and there are red acorn trees. Mm -hmm. And obviously the white acorn type of trees are much preferred compared to the red oak type. So we've learned a lot through the years on this outdoor show. Yes, we have. Speaking of uh, deers too, I don't know if you looked at Facebook page, Sean Scott posted this picture. Yeah. Anyway, that's your your ring power tip of the week. But yeah, uh, did you see this picture, Jeff? On the, our Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, you got to look at it, Jeff. It's unreal. It, it is. It's 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 an amazing picture. Um, it's a it's a it's a bachelor group navigating the flooded, I guess the the swamp plain of the Swanee River, and I'm looking at it. it looks like our woods. It looks like a slough in one of our woods. And Where did he post it at? It's on our Facebook page in the comments. Okay, okay, okay. On the original post for today. Uh, yeah. So if you go into if you go into the the messages on our inbox on our Facebook page, Sean Scott posted this incredible picture of deer navigating the floodplain of the Swanee River, and it's a bachelor group. Of bucks, it looks like ten bucks. It's like ten bucks. Yeah, ten of them. Okay, and they're oh swimming. Gosh. You see it? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and you start counting heads. There's ten of them. <laughs> Maybe eleven. Ten? One, two, three. Ten? Let's see. I've got four, one, five, six, two, seven, eight, three, four, nine. I count ten. I count eight. Look at some of the heads on some. You'll see duplicate amp- antlers behind them. Yeah. Yes, anywhere. There's somewhere in that range. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Very wow. cool. That just that just shows you how much water we've had this year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll share a story from the early days of the outdoor show. Uh-huh. When we first started this thing, and uh, we actually started it in the fall. So I'm, I'm playing uh-huh. and doing the outdoor show, and I could do the outdoor show because it didn't interfere with anything football-wise, and it and it didn't concern football, so I was doing the show. And so anyway, Coughlin catches wind of me doing this radio show. Yep. Oops. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it's, you know, I mean, I didn't care. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with football. So, you know, I don't, I don't, it didn't take away. And so it's not like I was doing the radio show and missing anything football-wise. So I get called into his office. And, uh, you know, which – when you got called into his office, it's like when you're a kid, you get called into the principal's office, you know. You're like, oh, no, what I do now? <laughs> and so I walked down the hallway, and I walk into his office and said, hey, what's up? He goes, what's this um, this show that I hear you're doing on Saturday morning? <laughs> and I heard you're doing like a talk show. I said, I'm not doing a talk show. I said, it's, a, it's an outdoor show, Tom. It's, uh, you know, hunting, fishing doesn't have anything to do with football well you know we have a rule and i said we have what do you mean we, what do you mean we have a rule you know, we have a rule that you're not allowed to do media things within 48 hours of the game <laughs> i said that wait a minute, that's bs i said because we do uh, interviews with the network broadcast guys on saturday and so that's not true well that's the rule, and, uh, and I said, "All right." So, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to cause a fight over it. So I just said, "All right, look, I won't do it during the season, 
and I will continue it back in the off season. And so, so anyway, out of respect for him and his desire and all that kind of stuff, I said, you know, I'll, I'll put it on hold. So that's when Kirk, you got more involved. Yes. Yeah. I had because, sat in once or and twice. Then, and, then, and then you became the field reporter, Jeff. Yes. And what was funny <laughs> was Coughlin, okay, puts a stop to me doing the outdoor show. But who does he end up calling to go fishing with all the time? Me. Kevin. Faber. Ironic. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, and they so never talk about, about football. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, Laugh about it now and, and give him grief because, you know, he tried to stop me from doing the outdoor show. And and uh, and I explained to him, I said, look, I enjoy doing it. You know, it's something I have a passion for, the outdoors. And so anyway, it was cool. I mean, it's fine. I wasn't mad about it or anything like that. I thought it was kind of ridiculous. But uh, that was all all the, the all-important Tom Coughlin wanted to make sure that his players were focused and I understand his objective and his intent. And so it was all good. But it was funny because... You know, he would be fishing with Kevin in the off season, and uh, you know, here he was, the one that was trying to stop the outdoor show. So, mm-hmm. cool, cool story. <laughs> it is a cool story, absolutely. Kirk? Perfect. Did we, I, did, we, did we lose? No, we didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. No, he was just done we talking for once. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh Lord, man. I will say, I will say that with technology nowadays, it's, it's makes, I think it makes this show better because when we first started, there really was no internet and cell phones were still kind of new. Oh, we had those old Nextel phones that we got. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, beep, absolutely. Beep. And you, you beep, know, beep. the talk, talk and tech or talk, what do they call it? Talk and and tech or something like that. Yeah, it was just a, it was a two-way radio and a phone combination. That's Do you all it was. remember how popular those things were? Oh, it was incredible. Oh my gosh! You know, because Kirk and I had like zero zero four and zero zero five. Yeah, and 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 he 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 and I were the only two that that had them, Jeff. So I mean, the only person I could talk to was me. Was Kirk right? It's great. Yeah, and 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 when we would when we were offshore or whatever, you know. We were talking to each other, and people were like, what is that? I'm like, it's a cell phone. And they're like, no, it's not. You're talking two-way. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, we can we can talk two-way also. And, and I mean, there was times when I was obviously in other states talking to Kirk. Yeah. And, and, and that, that phone became, especially, Jeff, to tournament fishermen that they could, you know, and, and, and talk, and they could have a group. I mean, it was it was amazing how popular that, that it was. Phone yeah, ne- Nextel was in Florida, and then there was another provider that was in Georgia. Because when I first bought the place up in Georgia, I I actually had to get that. I can't remember the name of it. Was it Bell South Mobility? No, no. Bell no. South Mobility was it way came, after. Came le- later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nextel was yeah. a big sponsor for for a long time, and then yeah. and then Bell South became a title sponsor. I remember those things were big and they were heavy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but nowadays, that's the beauty of of our show now is that, look, we have people listening all over the place. Yeah, that's the cool thing. Oh, yeah. They can listen on the app. They can listen to podcasts. And then uh, our ability to do the show, you know, before we would always kind of want to have access to a, a computer to where we could print out the weather and the tides. And then Kirk, like Kirk was talking about earlier, we would come in with newspaper clippings and maybe even printed out sheets that we printed out 
uh, off of the internet, et cetera. But now, I mean, with cell phones, I mean, technology has changed in the 24 years that we've been doing this show, not only just as far as doing the show itself, because, I mean, here I am, uh, I'm parked next to a food plot, okay, and I could be hunting right now and doing this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, there's, there's, a, there's a stand to my right that is probably 100 yards away that if it were deer season, I could be in that stand in doing the outdoor show from that stand while I'm I'm hunting. Uh, I mean, stay, stay tuned for future shows. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I remember yeah, Scott <laughs> Parker years ago, way back when, calling us one morning, and we were like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm hunting. And he was talking pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And we're going, really? And he goes, yeah, I'm sitting in a tree stand. I'm up on the ground, and, oh, there's a good deer coming. He's like, oh, hold on a second. And all of a sudden, he goes, yep. Just dropped it, and we're like, "Wow, you know." And that's how far we, we've come with technology. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So uh, there is a tree that is pretty. I don't want to say it's famous, but it's well known on this property that I have. Mm-hmm. And Brother James climbed that tree maybe I don't know a thousand times. I mean, that, when when he was here before he bought his land, that's that was his tree. Okay, he, he had a climber on it, and he would hunt it. Great spot. And, and of course, like what we do sometimes, we climb high, and he could get a really good signal. And so he, I mean, even now to this day, he can listen, and he would listen to our show while he was hunting. Sure. And texting us and et cetera. And, and we have people that do that often, which is awesome. For example, last week we talked to, was it Roy, I think, that was out at uh, Guana on his kayak? That's and right. He was, yeah. he was calling us from his kayak at Guana to, to give us and me some tips on what to use for an anchor on a kayak. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'll never forget. That's awesome. Dr. Wittigren, John Wittigren calling us from Dubai. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about technology. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's that, that's good stuff. That's right. on the other side of the world. We we got we got to take a break. Chris is like, I don't care what kind of technology I want to talk about, but we have gotta to take, take a break. break. Got to pay yeah. the bills. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, six four one ten ten, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. You're in the market for a boat, go down there in St. Augustine, see my buddies at Whalen Bay Marine. Took my boat in there yesterday, got normal maintenance stuff yeah. to do, you know. Your 100-hour checkup. Check. Yeah, yeah. You yep. know, and I told them, I said, look, I'm going to be gone for a couple days, but those guys are great. And if you've got anything you need worked on, call my buddy Chad up there, or BJ, and, uh, and tell him you heard it from here on the Outdoor Show, which they've been a part of that. For a Forever. long time too. Yeah. That and 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 Atlantic was, Coast Marine. Atlantic Coast Marine's been doing this forever. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So we got a couple comments on our Instagram. Okay. Page. And our Instagram. And hey, by the way, we have a very special guest coming up. All right. All right. Well, real, before we get to this very special guest, mm-hmm. uh, our Instagram post on uh, "Welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show" and been doing this for twenty four years. Uh, brother, uh, brother Dave chimed in, said, uh, congrats, uh, wouldn't be a Saturday morning without you guys on the radio. 
and uh, Brooke Breeden, who is the daughter of Brother Love, the late Brother Love, wow. who, who we all love. She said, congratulations, my dad will be so excited about this. 24 years of sticking together is incredible. And Brother Love used to listen every Saturday where he, wherever he was at. And uh, this one from Imason 550 I love this uh, post that he put up. He said, hey, I'm a wannabe outdoorsman. I love to fish, dream about having my own boat someday, no desire to hunt. Hell, I would probably get lost in the woods. <laughs> I've learned a lot listening to the show. Keep up the good work. And P.S., tell Lester to work on his jokes. <laughs> gotcha. That's great. That's, wow. That's, that's Shots fired. All right. So special guest coming up. We haven't, we haven't heard from this person in a, in a very long time. And he was, um, he and his business were a big part of this show. Probably the greatest commercial that we ever recorded. And it was the three of us. It was Jeff and I and Kirk. And it was for Hartley the Florist. <laughs> so on hold, Mr. Jim Hartley himself. And it, and it was years before Lagerman ever knew that his name was Jim. Yes, all he ever knew Hartley. was Hartley. <laughs> Never knew his first name. Uh, good morning, Hartley. Morning, boys. How are you? Morning. I'm doing good, and I'm sitting at the first place I ever called y'all right now. Really? Really? On the river, on River Road. <laughs> How about that? That's cool. It's been a great trip with you guys. Yes, sir. It's been it a lot has. of fun. It has. And it, yep. it, it was... It was amazing because people are like, wait a minute, this is an outdoor show and you have a florist and, and it worked out perfect. It, oh, I sold more flowers with y'all than any other sponsor I ever had. Any other advertisement, any. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I think one of, the, one, of the greatest, one of the greatest shows we ever did, Hartley, was the, the Name Your Boat contest. Yes. Yes, it yes. was. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And the, and the winner was, Jeff? Not gay. Not K-N-O-T. gay. Spelled by the K-N-O-T. Oh, my gosh. They didn't know me well back then, did they? Oh, you could say it. Oh. Yeah, and I will tell this story, too, because so – Kirk, you were fishing with Kirk one day, and we were fishing the bait pods down south. Yep. And I had two ring power guys on the boat, right? And so we're yep. we're we're close to one another. And I'm like, I said, you see that guy right there? I said, um, what do you think he does for a living? And they were all over the place, like diesel mechanic, you know. I mean, I'm like, no, he's a florist. And they're like, do what? <laughs> I bet you one of the guesses was plumber because Hartley had a <laughs> had a belt issue back in the day. Oh come on, guys! <laughs> uh, I, I didn't do, mean I didn't uh, mean to crack up there. I, I do remember that. though <laughs> the fu- some of the funniest giveaways we ever did was giving away a bouquet of flowers. Absolutely, it was so funny. Yeah. people were like, "What? You're mm-hmm. going to do what? We're going to give away flowers? Flowers? A bouquet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we loved it. It was great, man. We loved it." Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, we did. How about Washington? Remember Washington? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. The Washington we trip rented was the van. awesome. Yeah. Well, oh, why did you tell, tell people why you guys went to Washington? There was a protest mm-hmm. for the snapper fishery laws, and the senator from Vero Beach, what was his name? I don't remember. Nice guy. He said, we're going to do this. Would you guys like to come up? And we were like, heck yeah. And you rented a van. Yeah, Skeeter, I, Bali. Oh, Hartley, yeah. Hartley. Uh, it was full. 
<laughs> it was full. There ain't no doubt. And then yeah, we, did, we we packed we packed a van. We left from here with a, 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 a cooler full of. A, a, Dandy food sandwiches. Oh my God! It was a freaking giant cooler yeah, full of sandwiches. It was. It was. It, it, we got it. Look, dandy food sandwiches and Budweiser. Brian Russell drove the van. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I'll never yeah, forget that, that. That was that's funny, Harley. I, and 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 I remember when when Skeeter was up there because uh, when the senators or whatever, whenever they would they would come out of the Capitol, they would see the protest, and we had Jeff. We had. It was, it was, I mean, people from Gloucester. Oh, it, everywhere. Everywhere, right? Well, it started out with hundreds, and then it ended up being thousands. Yeah. And thousands. when the thousands started showing up, that's yeah. when the senators wanted to come and, out. And, and, and Chuck talk. Schumer yep. came out and talked, and Skeeter's like, get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, was, that was good. That was. All uh, right, guys. Thanks, buddy. Hartley, we appreciate it. All right, hook a brother up. <laughs> hook a brother up. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Oh, oh, that's I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest commercials we ever did. Yep, hook a brother up. Oh, that's, that's funny. All right, uh, who's been hanging on here? All right, Lester. Hall of Famer. How you, How doing? you doing? How you doing? <laughs> yep, thanks for the uh, Apple Uglies, brother. I know, too bad. I walked in, I was like, where's Jeff? Oh, he's in space. They were still warm. Yeah. Yeah. Technology. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is Jeff. We were talking uh, a few minutes ago in the studio when uh, back in 98, 97, somewhere right there when the, we heard about the super highway, the internet coming, and uh, I called in the show heading to Alabama one day, one Saturday morning, and uh we were talking about land and blah, 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 and I brought up the mytopomap.com. And uh, yeah. Jeff, you pulled it up in the studio. He's like, wow. You know, it showed the elevations of your property, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that was uh, that was one of the, another thing, you know, right there when the internet come out and, you know, things were Boston. And, and now was, you can uh, have that right on your phone. I mean, it's just yeah, crazy. Now you, <laughs> yeah, now you can sit in, you know, watch your deer around the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. They're not in your plot, but they're in stand number four. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I, uh, Chris and I were talking, and I think, one, I know uh, Skeeter was number one, and Parker was a Hall of Famer, and then it was me. Uh, so I'm not the first one. Skeeter was the first one. Yeah, Skeeter was oh, yeah. first. That's right. Skeeter's and then uh, Parker, and then me. Isn't that how it goes? Uh, Kevin, I think so. I, I'm trying to think of because I mean we got uh, make, make sure we got all our Hall of Famers right. I yep. mean Leon, uh, Leon, Leon, Mike, uh, Mike Kogan, Kogan, Mike Kogan, Scotty Brown, Scotty Brown, Scotty Brown, Brown. Scotty Brown. Right, yeah. Lester, yeah, and Gordon, Gordon was the last one. Gordon was the last one. Yeah, yep. And then last year we didn't have a Christmas show. Old Rona come about exactly. Mm. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. If, a... if if we if we don't if we don't have a Christmas show again this year, we're we're gonna we we, we might have to have a nomination. Can't mm-hmm. go two yeah, years. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're uh, in fact, uh, uh, me and Tara were tossing around that uh, last night. As a matter of fact, talking about you know we're we gonna have a Christmas show this year, and and so we're, we're gonna come up with something. I mean, yeah. if we don't end up having one because you know some people are still concerned, then you know, we're gonna do something this year for sure, and we definitely will have. Uh, a new member inducted into the Outdoor Show Hall of Fame. Absolutely. It's, it's time. It is oh, yeah. time. 
Yeah. It is tight. Yeah, there ain't been one for a couple of years. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I tell you, uh, we'll, we'll bring back one that people don't remember. I, I, uh, I was on, remember when I was on Phillips Highway that time doing that big trailer park for a guy and they had all them chickens. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God, roosters, I'll never forget that. Dude, these roosters had spurs like none you never seen. These roosters were, had gray hair. They were so old. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to put my hands on them roosters. I mean, they had limb hooks, man. And uh, the guy goes, how you going to catch them? I said, I'll show you. And I, he liked to flip. He goes, with that? I said, yeah, cast net. <laughs> and he goes, there ain't no way, man. And yep. I'll never forget when I called in that Saturday morning. I had a truckload of big limb hanger roosters and freaking caught them with scratch feet and hiding behind a trailer. <laughs> Throw your Throw cast, net cast net on them. <laughs> cast net. That's some one pissed off rooster right there, buddy. Are you kidding me? Oh. It was hilarious. You talking about a screwed up net, man? That was oh my god. I, I guarantee you we could hard. we could we we should do a show about that. Cast net and chickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that you could do so a YouTube. Hilarious. You could do a YouTube video on that. Yeah. And and you know, when you get them chick you know, when chickens are that smart, you know, that you can't be in the open, you know, you can't, you're not fast enough. And I figured out, you know, you got to throw a low, like a slider, man. You got to throw low to the ground and fast. And man, I jump around the edge of that and sling that net. It wasn't 16 inches off the ground doing a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> How many chickens you get on the first cast? Oh. I, I caught seven the first cast. And after that, buddy, you know, how I felt, man, they, it didn't, uh, it was like one to three after that. I got seven the first lick. That's a good cast. That's a good seven net full of chickens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it I think was I a stole, I stole your idea, Lester, because uh, when you were telling me, I remember you were telling the story about that, and so I was like, gosh. And, and when we were up here in Georgia one time, we wanted to eat some fish, and you know, I had a catfish feeder on the pond. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, hell. Lester throws cast net to catch chickens. I'm going to throw a cast net to catch cat, catfish. Oh, bad idea. <laughs> oh, so, so I stole, I stole <laughs> Lester's idea about, you know, instead of, you know, trying to get poultry, I mean, I'm going to get me some, some catfish that way. And it worked out great. Baiting them up. just yeah. like scratch feed, Lester. You, you, you didn't have yep. a problem getting them out of the net. It was terrible. No, that's what yep. I thought. Yeah. It, it, it was with those roosters too. Guys. I never in my life, I'm not kidding y'all, man. Them roosters had, I'm talking about two inch, two and a half inch hook, uh, buddy. Mm. And, and man, trying to get them roosters, oh, <laughs> it was very, very time consuming. And I was laughing with y'all and I had, I was stepping on the net. I had guys stepping on the net. It was hilarious, man. I was trying not to laugh. Y'all had me cracking up. But, uh, <laughs> those well, good old we, times, we, man. We, we, your stories have kept us going for many years and we look forward to many more. Amen. Because I have to tell people, Amen, so we got people, we got people that call in like Lester and he tells us about his cousin and he's got a nickname and his name is Billy Goat. And the people ask me, well, why is he called Billy Goat? I said, well, he's got a mole on his neck and got a big old long hair thing growing out of there. People are like, oh my God. And, and I'll never forget, what was it? The Hogwaller story. The Hogwaller yeah. story was awesome. Never forget that one. Yeah, I'll never forget that one neither. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't smell good that morning. <laughs> and God and one mind. of the other, some of the terms that have guys have come up with. For example, you guys will remember <laughs> this, and then and then after that, we're, we we got to take a break. But Skeeter had the sticky bing, sticky finger booger, booger flick. flick. Yeah, 
Skeeter, man. Was like, and Skeeter uh, was one of a time, bro. And, he, and it was a story because he said he was trying to sneak up on a squirrel. And he said, and he grabbed the squirrel and the squirrel bit him, I think it was. And he goes, and I was trying to get that squirrel off my finger. And it was like the sticky booger finger flick. And I couldn't get him off. <laughs> Oh, I'm oh man, that's, that's good radio that right there. You know what? He's actually right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lester, we All appreciate right. you. Yeah, man, y'all too, guys. See you. See you. All right, uh, hey, uh, uh, you got the uh, uh, home and patio show going on at the Prime Osborne. Oh, we do. And Shark Coatings is there, folks. Oh. They got a booth, and they have okay the beautiful show floor there in shark coating so people can check it out and if you have any questions they also have people there that can answer them and also let you know about the product and set up a free estimate and an appointment so go by the home and patio show at the prime osborne and don't forget to stop at the shark coatings booth and you're listening to the nimnik chevrolet outdoors outdoor show right here on 1010xl and 92.5 fm Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And and as it has been for 24 years, Captain Kirk Waltz, Jeff Logan, and myself, good stuff. Having, having fun today and, and reminiscing with, with so many folks, Jeff. Um, Kirk, Kirk and I were just talking about, we, we had totally forgotten about that Washington trip. That was that was awesome. That was epic. That was, that was a, that's a great memory. I'll yeah. never forget, we had to go, we had to go to the bathroom. And we're standing around, looking around, going, where in the world? You're talking about we, when we were in Washington. In yeah. Washington. Mm-hmm. And there was a police officer on a bicycle. That's right. And Kevin and I walked up to him, and, and we said, sir, um, we hate to bother you, but we'd like to use the restroom. And he goes, go in the Senate Russell building right here. And we're like, we can go in there? Yeah. He goes, it's yours. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he said, but you're going to have to take them big old pocket knives you got hanging on the side of your pants off when you go in there. And we're like, uh, yes, sir. That was cool. It was cool. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a cool trip. One of the, one of the, my favorite shows ever was we had a, a vote for the greatest redneck invention ever. Totally great show. Oh, and it came down, it came down to the wire. I mean, it was duct tape, cinder block. Five gallon bucket, five gallon bucket. Exactly the five gallon. What else was in the in the running there? Um, and the center block could be well, the reason center block came. And of course, duct tape is self explanatory. I mean, yes, duct tape can be used for any and everything. Mm-hmm. Five gallon bucket, same thing, can be used for any and everything. Yeah, well, the something else real too. weird. Oh, there was all kinds of stuff. Uh, the fifty gallon drum. The fifty gallon drum. Uh, um, but the center block, yeah, you can prop your trailer up with it. You can <laughs> make tables. <laughs> yeah, I use it. Uh, and the fact, and the reason that was brought up is because uh, I had, uh, in fact, uh, there was a couple people that said that they actually made furniture out of cinder blocks. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. The, the 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 reason that that came up was because of the bumper dumper, the pickle yes, bucket. Which what? How many uses for a pickle bucket? You know, you can yeah. paint with it uh, for your bay. Bumper dumper. You can turn it upside <laughs> Again, down it, and sit on it. Or your portable well, body. Bump, the, you just can't kill the bumper dumper, a, man. The bumper dumper was a real thing. Yes. <laughs> and we all, I mean, literally, because the reason the bumper dumper came up 
and for example, to tell people what we're talking about, you, you, I used to go to the Navajo Indian Reservation and we would be in a truck all day hunting coyotes. And when you had to do me do use them two, bumper dumper, when you had to go number two, you would always have to, you know, get out and, you know, grab a tree and lean back or squat. And, Good gosh. And it was, you never relaxed <laughs> in the outdoor show. Got it out, right? So I had this idea. Really? You got to go in such graphic it, detail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course he be, did. Well, and the reason, another thing too is that because. Oh, there's there more. Was an, uh, a, no, seriously, there was a Navajo trick where they would make these. Um, Outdoor bathrooms. And now, so, and see, now, you was, have, you, now you have a shovel. That's right. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Not a shovel. For the day. No, yeah. they, just, just as far as to yeah. sit down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the whole concept of the bumper dump, brother, I said, it would be awesome to just put like a toilet seat on your Reese hitch so that when you're out in the wild, you can just, you know, put that in the hitch and sit down and take a poop. And obviously, <laughs> you want to make sure Grab that you take paper. the keys. Yeah. The magazine. With you so that your buddy doesn't decide to pull oh off gosh. with you sitting on the bumper dumper. <laughs> well, and the reason I came up with that idea was because the Navajos used to make these um, dumpers that they would create. They would take two long sticks mm-hmm. and then cross them up against a tree and then tie two sticks, one up high where like you would sit down on this bottom stick. And then you would lean back against the top, the top stick. And so essentially what it was, was a, uh, an Indian outdoor bathroom. What? Were you smoking a peace pipe at the same time? sports is it going on here? I was like, I came up with this idea of the bumper dumper. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that would be awesome. Need to patent it. And then we got a phone call and the guy says, you're too late. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's already been developed. Yeah. He goes, and it's got a patent. It's somebody a real already thing. has the patent on it. I'm like, no way. Mm-hmm. And he goes, seriously, and to this day, if you go to it, go to bumperdumper.com. Uh, somebody and, already has but, the but, patents but on before, it. Before we, I know because we we're running over, before we take a break, we got to take at least one phone call because they're, they're, they're stacked up. Piled up. Let's go talk to Tom real quick. Morning, Tom. Morning, boys. How are you? Good. Hey, years ago when you guys were on AM, I used to record your shows and listen to them during a week uh-huh. when I was driving back and forth to work. On cassette. I, I, I still have recordings of the Redneck Show and Naaman Hartley's Boat. Do you really? Oh, we got to get them from you. I got both shows total. No kidding. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I listen to them all the time. They crack me up. And that was 20 years ago. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Chris, that, that was awesome. on cassette. I don't know. Get it. I have no uh, technology to, to convert a cassette. <laughs> Somebody's got to have that. I, don't, I, don't, not, I didn't say eight track. <laughs> six and one, half a dozen in the other, brother. <laughs> I'll, I'll, awesome. I'll just just get his number for me, Chris. Ten four, and then I'll I'll um, dig up a cassette player. Yeah, yeah, Tom, we'll, Tom we'll put you on hold. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's got to be a way. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, absolutely. There's, there's, there's got to be a way. All right, since that went so fast, real quick, let's go talk to Leeward. I know he's been listening to us for a long time. Leeward. Morning, boys. Morning, buddy. Morning. Thank you. Yeah, just, uh, you know, you need to add a slogan to your the title of your show. You know, this is the outdoor show. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Long time listener. Love you guys. 
Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Lee. Better ride, man. We'll we'll talk to you. Don't forget the gray goose and uh, y'all saw my thunder on all the redneck show. I was gonna bring that up. Oh, upper dumper and everything else, but uh, it, it's uh, it's good stuff, man. Thanks, brother. Have a good weekend. Hey, and and red oh. fishing's good around JTB. Just if anybody's interested. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, long way for me. Long way for you, long too. Way for, long way for you, but yep. those folks in the area. Yeah, I got a 23, a 25, and a 26 in there last Saturday. Very nice. Yep. Very nice on the half show. All right, buddy. Have a good day. See you, guys. Yep. All right, let's take a break, Logs. And uh, when we come yeah, back, we got to yeah. do we got to do a weather. We got to do a tides. We got a Kirby Co. cookie tip. We're gonna we're gonna be busy here in this next break right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to kirbycobuilders.com to learn more. Last week, what an amazing dish that Kirk shared with everybody. It was the shrimp chowder mm -hmm. recipe. And this time of year, guys, it's uh, the shrimp. Uh, the shrimping is outstanding. The cost of shrimp is usually down because they are doing really good at catching them. And so the shrimp recipe theme stays with us this week. Captain Kirk is giving away another one of his favorites this week. Kirk, have you got a shrimp creole recipe? Yeah, and it's not really hard. It's it's it it's just the idea of taking all the ingredients and doing the reduction. I mean, it, you just need some shrimp, three pounds, Valdelia onions, celery, garlic, Worcestershire sauce, brown sugar, tiger sauce, which is just a big plus. Um, Heinz, I like to use a sugar-free ketchup because you've got enough of that already mixed in because you're going to put a little bit of uh, butter in there, mustard. And, and after you put the salt and pepper in, the one that really turns it to me is the candied jalapenos. Those are critical. you got to have that. Candied, Ooh, candied jalapenos. They are the bomb. <laughs> and then lemon juice, paprika, and then all you do is just taking all those ingredients with the tomatoes, the garlic, and the onions, and you're doing a reduction. You're just reducing those those vegetables down till they're they're really well done. And then at last, you throw in the shrimp, mm. and uh, it's it's yeah, outstanding. So the, the the heat of your of your liquid is cooking the shrimp, right? It is. And you don't, again, it's very important that once you get the shrimp peeled, devein them, get the back out of them, and clean them off real good, you put those in last. I always cut the tails off, too, and just throw them in last, and, man, it's good. I'll make it for you guys one day. We'll have. That'd be know, awesome. We'll, we'll bring it in mm -hmm. and eat it. By, by the way, you you recommend, or you can serve this over rice, as you're talking about on the post, and... If, if you go to the rice section in your Publix grocery stores, you can get that white jasmine rice that comes in a pack that you just stick it in the microwave. Yeah, boiling bags. For, no, no, not the boiling bags where you stick it in water. This I'm talking about the kind that you just put uh, put it in the microwave, and it's like sticky rice. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my God, is that stuff so good. <laughs> I like a good sticky rice, man. Mm -hmm. Me too. I'm a rice fanatic. Yeah. I love rice. Yeah. I, me too. All right, so let's do a weather um, brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Best barbecue around. Just ask Logman, He'll tell you. Mm -hmm. Small craft ex exercise caution today, guys. Uh, east winds 10 to 15, but there's a four to six foot swell, 14 seconds apart, which just, just spread a out. Big swell. But 
I will tell you that there has been a constant east wind since Thursday afternoon, and it's 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 sloppy. And and not only that, but you have that outgoing tide, and you're going to give us that on that that morning, kind of bucking that wind and those big swells. Jeff, the inlets are are not not pretty. Uh, tomorrow, southeast five to ten, three to five, and then Monday east winds five to ten. Tuesday east winds five to ten. I mean, so it looks like. I mean, once once that storm gets you know pretty much to the to the north of us, the seas are going to come down, and there's not going to be much wind at all. So it's good stuff. Tides brought to you by Angie Subs, our favorite sub shop, right at the corner of. Hey, Beach by the and way, no, no, Angie Subs been here forever. Oh, since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Ed, thank Ed you, Malin, Thank you. Uh, you got a low tide this morning at five thirty-two. Got a, I mean, excuse me, a high tide at five thirty-two. Mm-hmm. A low tide at eleven thirty today. So good tides for the week to fish early in the morning on those high outgoing tides. Uh, one of my favorite times of the year to fish too. Water uh, temperature starting to drop. This week was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I, All right. So I uh, just real quick just on the tides thing there. Yeah. I inquired about where the name Doctor Bangs Scrippy comes from. Right. I can't share. My hands on the yeah, dump yeah. button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. It's not do that. Let's not. All right, yeah. real, real quick, uh, let's go talk to Willie from Ortega. Uh, it'll be our last call of the morning, and then we're, we're going to get out of here. Morning, Willie. Hey, good morning, guys. Real quick, I know we're short. Um, first time I met you guys was when you did your show at the air show. The reason I remember that is because they also had a tiger there that you could get your picture taken with, <laughs> and me and the kids had our pictures taken with it. And it's been a great ride knowing you guys. Ever since then, it's probably been, I don't know, 20 years since uh met you guys wow um really enjoyed it and um, like the rest of them um i think your recipe for success was you guys are always willing to help other people yes that, that's y'all's recipe yeah well success. especially kirk and i yeah <laughs> <Come on. laughs> thanks willie styrofoam cup on that damn dock i can't find it to save my life <laughs> yeah y'all are gonna have time you're gonna have a hard time the finding that styrofoam cup. Dock. Styrofoam cup. Uh, that was, that's a famous stock. There's no or doubt. The, or the or the intercoastal creek that has a Dr Pepper Pepper bottle. That's right. Yep. Doctor Pepper Point. Doctor Pepper Point. <laughs> Never forget that one. Black Drum City. Yep. Thank you, Willie. Love the show. I really appreciate it. Good luck on another twenty-four. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Willie. By the way, if anybody needs a rod or reel repaired, seven zero eight fish. Call Willie. He's yeah. the best. Yes. The best. Yeah. No. No. Thanks, no, thanks. no question. Yeah. <laughs> so but the, the, the reason i say that jeff is because whenever whenever you lived on a river and when you fished a lot you know and and you were on a bite of fish you know kirk and i mm-hmm. always come in and we're like hey we're catching kingfish southeast toll nine miles south you know um you it, did it, not and listen yes we did oh we threw no, you yes did. we did and then and then, and then <laughs> jeff would just be like here can like, i can i do can i do the impersonation, yeah, do the impersonation yeah, go ahead and go ahead and ask yeah hey jeff well did you go fishing this week did you catch anything yeah <laughs> uh, can you fishing docks, bridges? What are you doing? Yep. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shrimp. that's such a lot. And I had this greatest <laughs> shrimp creole ever. Oh no! I, it, it was it was always it was always great though, Jeff, because people, you know, you were you were our river guy, right? Yeah. I mean, you and, and probably still I are. I, you know more about the river than I ever will. But it's always funny when people call in and go, "Hey, Jeff." 
You know, are they, are, 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 are they biting in the river? Or well, it was uh, no, from the headwaters of the St. John's to uh, the, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's good. I, I love it. That's good. I'd, I'd give them tips, and you would. tactics. You but would. I'm not gonna give them my spots. Uh, okay. All right. As usual, it. logs. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Oh my goodness! Uh, Got to start all <laughs> over the map, right? You want me to do that? Yeah, like well, right now? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> oh, good lord, man! <laughs> all right, do you, mean, you you want me to help you? How about yeah, ring power? You got, you got it right there. Uh, right. Stack of storage. I, 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 the bearded pig, ring power, stack of storage. Claude Dolan Cadillac, thick bed, heating and cooling, coastal equipment. TS Home Renovations, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitter, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction. And by the way, we have a new sponsor that started today. It's called the Firewatch. If you go to thefirewatch.org, uh, check it out because it's, it's a worthy cause. The Nimnik Family of Dealerships, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steenhatchee River Club, and a huge thanks to Moe's. Last week yeah, for, for breakfast. breakfast, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was took me good. a while to recover, but yeah. And, and real quick, <laughs> yeah. it's fitting that it's fitting that we end this show as I was grossly unprepared because we've been unprepared for 24 years. I can tell you that <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, logs, for everything, buddy. We'll see you next Thank weekend. You boys. Yep, yep. Remember, see folks, you. anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. <laughs>